Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Why is Citizen Kane the because, best? Because um, at the time period, I mean, uh, Orson Welles wanted to do something with that movie that nobody else had done before. He wanted his complete vision of a film that a company that said, we're not going to give it to you. Fuck you. Okay. And then Orson was like, well, fuck you. This is my film. This is what I want. And I'm going to get it. And so this is why now there's like several different cuts of films. This is why there's director's cuts of films yep. because the theater wants a version. Sure. And then the director wants a it's version. It's always been but that way, yeah. But if you're comparing it to the pantheon of all the film ever existing, mm-hmm. I realize this place in history. And very well, a lot of people find it boring, but. I think it's one of the I actually found it very fascinating. Within the history of cinema, when talking of cinema yeah. and the story of yes. cinema, it is one of the most important movies ever Agreed. made. Agreed. I yeah. agree with that statement. Is it the best movie ever made? I don't think so. Yeah, well, so AFI either. says it's, it's close. number one. It is. So. It's close. I get why AFI it's says it's close. It. Yeah. For the reason I just it's said. It's not yeah. Empire. It's a great it's not movie. not Empire, no. It's Empire a great is movie. the best and Casablanca, even, I would say Casablanca is more fun. That's a movie that I have that people one on possibly. One of my favorites. Yeah. Welcome, folks. This is Geek Shock number two fifteen. I am Master Torgo, the famous Bacon, eighties Jeff, <laughs> Captain Luddite, Fact Check Andy, Bonzo. Good to have you, gentlemen, on this not very much happening this week. Uh, <laughs> happy one hundred and fiftieth anniversary of the Gettysburg Address. There today. it is. Yeah. In fact, that's all we're going to talk yeah, about today. What up, Nothing else in the news. That's yeah, kind of huge. Back, to. Where are you shaking start your off, head at? You, we're going to start with 20 minutes you on Southern four score. bastard. What are you shaking? I know. You lost. <laughs> let's, Get over let's, it. Isn't let's, it about 20 minutes? Let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk Kentucky about never the declared of, of the terms like four score in the, in the ancient, uh, not ancient, but you know, so, earlier accounting. So, so the Gettysburg Address would be seven score plus 10, yeah. right? Uh, I guess so. 150 point. years? Yeah, I yeah. believe No, so. we're not going to talk four score. We're going to talk gamer score. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> That's <laughs> really. I'm oh, sorry. I was interested. I had no idea I was setting you up that well. Hey, I'm, I'm so happy. Was, I'm impressed Paul hasn't made a foreskin <laughs> reference yet. Paul has a mouthful of bacon jerky. He's one of the happiest individuals. Um, foreskin is seven years ago. Bodacious, Paul. Is it's it bodacious? Wild it is Bill's so Zinger. bodacious. <laughs> it's really good. His guns are rather phallic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at that. Maybe look at that pistol. Are. No. Says the guy. That is, guy that is a red rocket. See. All right. Yeah, yeah. Let me see those rockets. Says <laughs> the guy with those. a character on a fighting game that. There's a guy. Nothing shooting. but a giant phallic gun. Oh, right. I'm not saying it. It's a guns, bad thing. Guns are phallic, uh, but I mean, I would say dog penis. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it, it looks like me a, of a dog. Yeah, penis. that's yeah. what I mean. Well, you just said phallic. I just. I oh yeah. I wouldn't say human yeah, penis. Yeah. I would say I, dog what, penis. I'll go a little, right. more, I'll oh, yeah. go a little more specific. How about this? I'll say a dolphin penis with a dog hey, penis is this, at the uh, end of it. Is this? Well, okay. Yosemite Sam's grandfather. It could be Wild Bill or his angry Wild Bill Sam. It's Yosemite Sam and Hey Reb's bastard love child. Well, that's. It looks like a running rebel. Kind yeah. of thing too. So it's uh, it's moving on. So that's what he did with all the Yosemite Sam money, as he founded this company. Yeah, because oh, he was making well big himself. bucks being an angry cowboy. Well, you know, he's a contract player back then. Cartoon. He's closed his eyes. I tried giving him about the bacon. I mean, I bacon. I'm in bacon coma. He's in bacon, bacon coma. Jerky coma. Bacon bliss. That's <laughs> oh, a different wash over him. It's quite delicious. I don't. Oh, the baconness that puts you to sleep. Anything uh, new, uh, Andy? Uh, I'm working on the coloring. I got the original files from. We're PJ talking about Christmas push here, so you yeah. know, not just we have a meeting <laughs> here that Paul we're not going to decide to have like an editing Andy? meeting yeah. for his book. Well, I, just, we're coloring it. That's where we're at. It beautiful. Yeah. Well, it's selling. Uh, it's selling on the on the the web page, which is great. It so is. Yeah. Go, and, go buy the book. And what is the web page? 
Pop Goes the Icon. Okay. So if you want a copy of Christmas Puss, popgoestheicon.com. I yes, it's dot com. All right. Yeah. And yeah, check it out. It's it's, it's a, like it's seven adorable. bucks with shipping. It's a steal. Yeah. Go buy several for your loved ones. Yeah. So you're saying they're stealing from you then? And nope. if you want to get in oh, okay. town, you can go to the. Uh, no, never mind. I can't remember where it is. I'm stealing. You gave <laughs> if it you want to get in town, I can't remember where. <laughs> no, it's uh, the, uh, the, it's the, a the perfect week, the weekend sock. after Thanksgiving. There's a um, on a Saturday. There's a pop up bazaar down at the Jackie Gum Plaza downtown. Okay. I would also say that every Monday night at 8 o'clock at the Onyx, you can generally find Paul Mattingly, and I'm sure he could get you a copy in one way or another. If I bring my copies like I should... You should keep some copies I'm in the car at all I'm going to have to put more in my car. Well, or you get it to them in a timely fashion, even if it's not that They time. are going fast. They, they are going fast. They're selling. He's accepting pre-orders, basically. I'm Great excited. stocking stuffers if you have big fucking feet. Huge thank you to all my friends who've I already do. bought it. 12 or 13. It rolls usually. up nicely. It's really, really cool. I was going to buy it, but, you know, I but, was given a copy. But, you know, reasons. Yeah. Well, I gave him a copy. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I was going to buy one, but, you know, when, when I'm given like a copy. If you like it enough, Jeff's and you've got, got someone special in your life that you think needs a Christmas Puss book, you buy it next for them. One. That's yeah. right. There's a small, twisted child in your life somewhere that needs Christmas Puss. I was going to get a copy for Paul, and then I thought that seemed redundant. Seemed <laughs> I, I, I think he would appreciate it. Buy Paul a copy. I think he would appreciate it. I think everybody should buy Paul a copy of Christmas. <laughs> I have a give it to him for Christmas. He'll just well, regift it. Well, it looks like we know what we're getting Paul for Christmas. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm. So all the solvency. You could sell all those books several times. Oh, so think about bigger. it. If we bought you a copy, you can just then give it away. I could. There's only here. 42 more shopping days left of Christmas. Oh, bacon. oh so much bacon. It's so bacony. <laughs> oh, the baconness. <laughs> oh. Oh, just, oh, all right, so no faking. So let's bacon. just go ahead and start off with uh, uh, we have a PS4. Yes, there. So congratulations, can speak to it. Um, yeah, it's PS4. over here. Got Paul, it weirdly on Thursday and have been playing it ever since. And no problems. Right, speak to your concerns. Uh, really enjoying the system. Uh, really enjoying most of the games. So. Well, but games are games. You're not going to love every game. No, but there's one particular game that really isn't very good. Did you get knack? Oh, really? I didn't buy it. I rented it because I'm dummy. smart. Okay. <laughs> I've heard it's terrible. But you were having fun with knack. I, I was having fun because of its difficulty level, but there's really no growth. What game is this? Uh, knack. This is the uh, uh, adventure brawler, for lack of a better word. Uh, they're, yeah. It's, they're cameo. Rat- they're, it's cameo. They're ratcheting. It, it wants to be cameo. Cameo is good. There's a difference. Wow. This is the game that they demoed. Uh, yeah. Assumingly. I mean, it's a visually impressive, Knack. Uh, but it's it seems like such a game of committee. There's very little personality to there. Mm. And it's horribly acted, just from what I've seen. Well, and, and not only that, but characters say and do things that nobody would do, even in the worst children's cartoon. It's Which is fine if that's the bit, but it's not the bit. It's not the bit. Uh, basically, they th- it seems to me like they wanted, they had felt they had to make a kids game uh, in house that wasn't Marvel Lego, and said, "All right, let's make this generic kids game with absolutely no soul." Hmm. And that's what a game. Gross. But should have come at me for the Christmas puss rights. There you go. Maybe if you've gotten off your ass and trying to get sausage to everyone on Christmas. We made it by Christmas. Christmas. Never say never. The PS4 just came out. You still have an opportunity. Or you can just throw it on your favorite console, Xbox One. This this property is evergreen. Every year it's going to come back around, so I'm good. (laughs) Look look for the Indiegogo indie game 
Kickstarter super mm-hmm. fund. You, do you think they stop <laughs> selling copies of the Grinch Sold Christmas eventually? Exactly. No. Exactly. They yeah. still sell it. Bing, Bing fucking O. Uh, the G3. only other two games we played for it is has been uh, Killzone, yes, and uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Ah, uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, best Assassin's Creed so far. What do you think of uh, Henry Rollins as the new protagonist? Do you like it? As the what? new protagonist? As what? What are you talking about? Henry Rollins doesn't star in Assassin's Creed Black Flag. <laughs> No, goddamn! Fucking yeah, bullshit! You bid on that one. Oh, wow! Wow! Through you got me. I did. I was. I was looking Terrible. for. It. Wait, where in? No. Oh, no. I finally got it when I thought it was. Oh. Took me a second too. <laughs> Took me a second. But uh, they learned their lessons from Assassin's Creed Three, and it looks stunning in the new console. It's absolutely beautiful and a fun pirate game. And I don't know. Don't go for pirate games, but yeah. I'm so really it, it's this. a good pirate game. Yeah. Cause I got a buddy who's a huge, he wants to play a great pirate game. <laughs> so don't play pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous, Paul. <laughs> I know, but I, I shit you not. <laughs> now I'm waiting for the punchline. He's what? turning red. I, <laughs> I shit you not. Is that the bacon jerky <laughs> He has. I'm so confused right now. He's, <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to Paul, but it is. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it could just be so easily misconstrued. You come to someone and be like, hey, I want to play a really great pirate game. What do you got for me? <laughs> like, well, hmm, let's see. You want to dig around for some booty? Or do you, do you want me to really, that's, that's, you want me to slap a patch? Going that, you want me to slap because a patch you always on your automatically eye? go to butt pirate. That made you laugh that hard. Anyway, he's probably like he tried. Have a heart attack. He's it probably tried hilarious. fifteen or twenty different games and has okay. been very unsatisfied with. Has all he of played them. Skull and Crossbones because from way back in the day? Uh, I, I don't know I for sure, that. but he was just disappointed because there's not a, a good like sailing maritime old school pirate game. A large portion of this game is sailing. And has I he think played? He that. Has he played Wind Waker? I think he maybe. Uh, would you consider that a pirate game? I don't know. Yeah, it's I sailing. I wouldn't he's call also, it pirate. He's also a PC guy. He doesn't have a, a PlayStation or an Xbox. Tetris a pirate. So that'll make it a little harder. A copy of Skies of Arcadia for Dreamcast. Yeah, that's a good one too. Hey, let's go back. If we're gonna go back old school pirate games, how about Treasure of Monkey Island? That was a good one. But it's not. It's a what do you call it? It's not an adventure. It's what do you call it? It's a it is adventure, but it's this a, is the same guy that loves Eve, by the way. So he Eve wants online? to pilot a boat. Yeah, oh, okay. online Eve online, and he loves that game. So he, I think he's looking for a, a pirate game similar to that. Like, well, they did release an MMO that nobody played, so it folded. But <laughs> yeah, I think he tried that one and he was enjoying it for a while, and then he got tired of it. Okay, so yeah, but it looks awesome. I'm glad to hear uh, Assassin's Creed is living. He's up. right, though. A really great pirate game does not exist. It doesn't. No. Because a really great pirate game needs to just be, I live on a boat. Yep. And I go fuck shit up indiscriminately. You rape and pillage. And yeah. Yeah. And mm. I've got a crew, and I take care of them. And it's it it seems it seems like it would be so simple. Well, to it'd be make simple, it work. It'd be simple now. Well, you know it's I mean? now. Well, that's what this I'm is what I'm saying. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you there is one in the works. But well, Black Flag might. Yeah, but I mean, like possible. That's a that's a. Baby toe in the water. 
Because it's not all just being a pirate. You're right. That's not all pirates because it does have the whole storyline that goes through it that's very to connected to the well, Assassin's Creed world. Well, clearly it's just another world for the Assassin's Creed world to live in, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's got to be they've, some... And they've done some really interesting conceits with it, with uh, changing the character up because you're no longer playing the same character of the last game. I'm not going to oh. reveal why, but... That's interesting. Well, Paul but, already gave the reason why. He, he meets up with Henry Rollins and Keith Morris. Oh, uh, yeah. They, they do their thing. They do their thing and the longest yeah, work in the ice cream shop. Yeah. And... and uh, and then they run into Johnny Depp, and yeah, it all gets just, it's mm-hmm. out of control. Yeah. Perfect pirate game. Mm-hmm. Perfect pirate game. Yeah. So you played that system. Did you go into the stores and try out the other one? Well, it, it's coming. They're, they've got one ordered. Yeah, yeah we've got here. one on the way. No, what? but I mean, they're, they're letting people play them in the store. Are they now? Like, yeah. The Xbox One? And, and yeah. that's fine, but I'm a patient yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to have it you Thursday got plenty to do with the Xbox Yeah, I, I, I got enough to do with the Xbox 360 still before yeah, well, even there's going that, on, too. so... Sorry, I'm probably jumping ahead here, but did you have you got the news in there about the the Xbox cameras? Uh, no, but we'll we'll uh, we'll come to that real soon. Okay. Uh, so so far, PS4 thumbs up. Yeah, I mean, there I you I keep hearing about problems with consoles, and it's obvious that there are console issues, but nothing to the extent of a large percentage. No, it's yeah. So you're saying a problem with specific. Isolated. Yeah, they seem to be, I mean, it's a, with the internet, you now can be a very loud and vocal minority, and that's why I think it really comes down yeah, to Yeah, probably many average the, number of failures that would happen with any product. Right, you're not saying it's a problem with the system, you're saying it's a problem with some individual machines. Yeah. And I read a and, lot of tech blogs, and only one of them had an negative. unsighted source saying that there were some issues. All the other ones had nothing, so. No, that's good to know. Typically, the other ones will, you know you know start researching as soon as there's an issue and the fact that they none of the other tech blogs that i read had anything is usually a good sign well i think the real telltale thing is that the people that are encountering this problem and very understandably angry about it uh urging people to go onto amazon and if that's happening to them to review a one-star review to let people know it's out there Uh, i checked that there's 700 uh one-star reviews but there's also a large portion of those that are like, I'm hearing that the Xbox isn't working. It's a speed, you know, people that have, you haven't know, actually haven't, experienced yeah. the problem. And so, and then how many five star reviews are there? Uh, there's uh, like a couple thousand, I think. Yeah. So, and you know, people aren't going to go on and do reviews for the most part. So it's yeah. just trend, trending at like a five star product, probably. Um, to it. Four or five. It's, yeah, with all the back against it, it's like about four. How do you feel about the new Dual Shock? Love that controller. In fact, if I have to say there's a favorite thing about the system, that controller's it. Wow. It, what does it do? It Explain it to us newbies. Uh, Jeff, where is that controller? It's, it's right behind, behind it. it. Okay. It's plugged in because that is the one downside to the controller is the battery life is very Short. poor. Uh, yeah, it's about a five-hour long battery life. Does it have a it, long enough cord to keep plugged in? No. Balls. No, you do, it does They'll not. Fix that. There is, of course, an extension cord you can buy, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure that exists. Sure. If it doesn't, it will soon. So yeah. what is it What is it that you like about it? What does it do? Uh, what I love about it is, um, one, it's weight and feel. It yeah. feels... Much lighter. Uh, no, it's much heavier, which I really enjoy. The PS3 controller is... Maybe it's just more Right balanced. behind you, sir, there is a PS3 controller. And oh, I'd like you to, what are the odds of that? To uh, put you that mean, into the hands of Jeff. You mean Jeff. this light as a feather thing right yeah, here? Yeah, the thing that, that if you, you drop it, you might, it might wearing, shatter. You're holding? Oh, this is not, that's yeah, not a now, contest. Yeah, you even feel it. <laughs> the PS4 control DualShock 4 is way heavier than that one. I mean, 
The button response It's definitely is better balanced, and it's got that grip texturing on it, yes, which is yes, good. Mm, grip uh, texture. The way the uh, the thumbsticks uh, feel are great. It holds on your thumbs better than the last one did. Yeah, the uh, But the things that they added to it are really nice. I, the touchscreens were super responsive. Cool. The built-in speaker, very nice and very clear, and they're using it in some fun ways. Mm-hmm. And the light on the front, especially with Killzone, has really added to the game because it shines off your fingers... And it changes color according to the health of your game. So if you're no dying... Oh, so that's yeah. what this it, thing is in the middle is a light? No, that is the oh, touchpad. On the, on the right back, the there's the light. Ah. And that's bouncing off your thumbs. Yeah, when you've got full health, it's green. Um, if you're taking some damage, it goes to yellow. If you're taking a lot of damage, it immediately goes to red. Oh, and starts blinking red when you're almost dead. I wonder if that that's would work for fun. the wrestling games, too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure so. it would. And you're going to see a lot of people programming for these because it's, you know, it's part of the system. Is it's this smart. button in the middle like a four-directional thing? or a... It's a touchpad, and it's a clickable touchpad. Okay. It's a clickable touchpad. Basically, when it's on. Basically, it's a little pad. iPad. Um so many I had buttons. a friend who told me that his favorite thing about it so far is he's been able to just plug headsets right into it and listen to full game audio right through that controller. Right. And you, I haven't been able to do that yet. You have not? Yeah. I've, I've plugged just, I've tried it once with some earbuds. It uh-huh. might be the earbuds. But uh, when I plugged it in, I was still getting game from the TV as far as audio goes. So I don't know if it's there a setting There might be some thing. settings. That's there what I'm be thinking, too. Because there's, there's like yet. a chat slash full yeah. game audio setting. It's like you have to change it to make sure you're getting all the full Some audio. Some of the settings are not like readily apparent. Like we discovered, uh, well, when I came out, Todd said he was having issues trying to turn down the, uh, he said couldn't figure out a way to turn down the volume on the actual controller itself. And I was like, oh, you got to long press the PS button and then go down to uh, uh, device. Mm-hmm. And then it was like sure. right there. Yeah. So- but other than that, you know, there's, there's the occasional hunting for a, a setting in the settings menu, but other than that, it's pretty straightforward. So, with the, yeah, with the, does it have like more ports than just two, or just is that a thing coming maybe later on? You, you mean USB ports? Yeah, uh, I didn't count how many are on there. Like, I mean, just for the two USB just ports in the front, if I'm not mistaken. My my friend, he had trouble. The uh, like you said, the 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 settings aren't very intuitive. Forthcoming, yeah, they're not very intuitive, and I guess you know some of it, some of it comes pre-installed with like. There's default settings, but then sometimes things get turned on in the factory. And I guess his is set to uh, sickly Indian man penis, and so like there's there's like <laughs> sickly Indian man penises all on all, all over the screen. It's really annoying. It's but, an option that I wouldn't choose. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is there. the thing. Like, well, it's not wh- something you want to have every day. Well, <laughs> maybe for a special I guess, occasion. I guess that's it. <laughs> to me, I don't even know. But why that would become a default? Whatever. Uh, you can change it, but it's still like weird. A screen saver? Yeah, kind of. Bounce around. It's a, it's a screen harmer because it really it, <laughs> it burns it burns in the image of a sickly Indian man's penis. Are you sure this is for the PS4, not Xbox One? PS4. Posture. I don't mean yep. to. Are you sure this is the penis four? See, all, you might be right. You might be right. I don't mean to be. I, I mean, is it is the man sickly or is the penis sickly? Both, both. It is the penis of a sickly man. So the man, so, is, sickly so the man is sickly. Of the state of his penis, not necessarily. Okay, but you so, can definitely tell just by the penis's so appearance. Perhaps that guy ain't right. So, so, so and how so it's are like you a Slim Jim stub? Uh, I heard it more described as like dried fish. So you're and saying like, you wow, this man maybe has lung wow. cancer. But also gonorrhea is what you're saying. <laughs> Not necessarily. That, just but like it, but his, that could be the it scenario. It could be. It, it's just it, something it has affected something his entire nature. system to the point where his penis 
indicates his he's clearly his Ill. state of of, uh, uh, of, well. of disease. We call how that are you able to dick. tell that it's Indian? Gefilte-dick. Gefilte-dick. How are you able to tell that it's Indian? <laughs> yeah, because every five minutes a guy comes up and goes, "Do you see the picture of my penis?" I oh, am so not, not Native healthy. American Indian. No, it, dot not feather, Indian. dude. Dot not feather. Yeah. Got it. I was just about to say have a drink, folks. Have a big drink. <laughs> Paul's on one this week. As usual. It's the bacon jerky, I'm telling it's you. It's got a lot of bacon, and I'm halfway through a rock star. Look out! And then he's on Look out! after that. The ba- the I'm on to what after that? The bacon Herbal jerky. What's that? What's that drink I'm drinking? Oh, shit. Oh, you've yeah. done bacon, it now. The bacon jerky reminded you of a sickly man's penis, did it? it Just the flavor. It's not far off. Just the flavor. <laughs> Been yeah. there before, yeah. haven't we? Delicious It's Indian more penis. the aftertaste. <laughs> <laughs> it lingers. It'll stay with you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's a flavor that won't go away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, I would love I to swish. wonder what you guys do in your You know what time. makes this all a little <laughs> no, more disturbing? <laughs> the strange bottle of lotion sitting right in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> makes this discussion all the more disturbing. <laughs> Let's see what this right is. Right next to the Charmed Life. Special edition. <laughs> it is, you have uh, somebody in the pit again. We're making them put it on the Which skin. one is it? Oh, it's just Charmed Life. It's called Charmed Life. And no, it's a, it's a bath and, it's a bath and body work. Uh, uh, bottle. I'm, I'm, I'm almost. You know, uh, that doesn't even register to me. Yeah. Because my wife worked at Bath and Body for many, many years, yeah. and so that that product, that stuff was just always all around. Like it's kind of like background noise to me. It's kind of like the background image of a sickly Indian man's penis. <laughs> and yet, and yet, if I say pirate game, you lose your shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that you said pirate game. It's that you said. My friend wants to play a really good pirate game. That is the phrase that pays. My friend wants to. Pay. It's fucking. It's fucking code. Comedy. You know, it's, it's not code. It, it is. is. You know not. You're right. It is code. It is someone not. who would like to play a good game. Appearing next week during set Sonic. Sometimes a pirate is just a pirate. Yeah. Okay. You know what though? It's like it's like knock. Sometimes a friend truly is a friend. Knock three times and blow your whistle, and you'll play a really fun pirate game. <laughs> it's not at all what it is. Um, it's just the way it struck me. Just the way it struck so, me. So, speaking of your wife working at Bath and Body Works, not, I mean, were we? Like last week, we were talking about how about Blockbuster's closing, and I, I was a few, uh, former uh, yeah, employee yeah, yeah. Blockbuster. I was watching Saturday Night Live this weekend, and they I'm had sorry. like a uh, yeah, it was actually quite interesting. It's quite interesting. Um, Gaga was the host and whatnot, mm-hmm. but um, she actually did a really good job. But uh, along those lines, they actually did a farewell Blockbuster skit. Um, where I the, saw this. You saw it? Mm-hmm. It was quite funny, quite entertaining. They were three guys who worked at Blockbuster, and they told them, hey, we're shutting down the stores and whatever. And it, it got pretty entertaining. And then, you know, near the end, it was like, oh, well, where are we going to go? Oh, we all work at Best Buy now. <laughs> same blue shirt, yeah, you know, yellow collar or whatever. Right. Um, and then had and like same the, outlook. Same outlook. <laughs> yeah. And it basically had the rest in peace blockbuster on uh, 1980. Uh, That's nice. Was it? Dude, yeah. Did we mention last week what the last video they rented was? Uh, no, not really, but go ahead. This is the end. That's great. This is wow. That's the last that, video that yeah. they purchased for rent? No, no, no that no, no, they no. rented out to somebody. That somebody rented from them. The last video that somebody rented from in them. In Hawaii, the, was in the last hour. The oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So I didn't realize they were cl- all closed already. All, all of them. them. Gone. And the last one was this is the end. Well, it was the last time you could rent because I think there's still time to return. But uh, and they were and who's they're doing that like, sucker. <laughs> I who's wouldn't the, return that shit. Who's the fool that rented in the last <laughs> week of Blockbuster and is going to be like, mm, yeah, let me take this back. I don't know. Somebody honest, maybe. Well, Yawn. they're having like 
they're having like uh, sale. Yeah, like they're selling exactly. off all their merchandise. Although I've been told if that you can the, find the, a store. the prices are uh, higher than than, than they than were like, before they closed. No, like higher than like if you go to like say a Walmart or yeah. in in the, the game section, the GameStop. If you go yeah. to GameStop, you can get a used game for about ten dollars cheaper. I went. I went to the yeah. I went selling. to the Blockbuster that was closing near nearest me to go and uh, you know buzzard off the off the carcass, and uh, there was nothing of of any kind. The thing was, they had a few decent titles, but everything was exactly right. Gougy, gougy, ridiculous yeah. prices. And, and that will go to fire sale as time goes on. Yeah, it's basically where it's at. Like always, all the other closing ones. It's just funny to me because they've always you could always go there and get like a five dollar DVD. Or, yeah, know. there was. They a, well, used to have plenty of sales. I was gonna yeah. say if yeah if you if you were gonna, if you were able to spend twenty bucks, I have a ton of stuff from Blockbuster where it's you know buy three get one free type deals. Yeah, you know, I've done a couple fifteen of that. twenty bucks and oh, you, you got paid a, for a stack those. of movies. I'm sorry, for the, the used <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. on a slightly similar note, um, and you were talking about stars before, I watched a two star movie on Netflix this week. Uh huh. Do they have one star movies? Because because I, I haven't seen them, and this two star movie was now, pretty damn. I remember those stars. Why did you the, watch now it? The stars are what they think you would like. So right. they say for you, we think this is okay. A two we had star we movie. did this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, because it was sitting on my, it was on the the, like, the adventure queue point. or something forever, and it was like nude nuns with big guns, and I'm like, uh, and it's not there forever. I'm like, I know this it's movie. Sitting there, so I do too. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a huge I mis- own it. I don't own it. No, I'll tell you what. Formats. It was awful and it was a huge mistake to watch it because a, it was awful. It was rape-tastic. Uh, Ooh, gross. There there is a woman that it. appears on the screen who isn't killed within 60 seconds or raped. Gross. Um that we're talking terrible. grindhouse. I love it. Absolutely. Um and then I watched like a half hour of it and then went back to it later. After after watching for a half hour, it didn't appear on my recently watched queue. So I'm like, oh, good. So they've they've made it so this doesn't show up. My, but no, after I watched the whole thing, it showed up my recently watched queue, and, and it gave me a, and it gave me a whole category because you watched Nuns of the yep. Oh, yeah, man. you have to watch out. So if you go poking around on that Netflix, you can find some really crap. Poking around. Shit. Huh? Well, there's some yeah. bad stuff in there because well, they're just trying to fill their shelves. Yeah, but there's all the all that weird '60s uh, softcore stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah well, that's, 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 that's what comes up when you uh, watch yeah. big nude nuns that's, with big. That's guns. why I've seen that movie in my queue because I've been digging around the other stuff. Oh man, some crazy I do, bullshit. I do love some of these '60s, '70s. I'm a, Huge grindhouse guy. I mean, I I own certain films that you just like. You need to see. There's one I own, what Mark of the Devil with Udo Kier, and it's kind of rape task itself. Like basically, like I spit on your grave and that kind of thing. Worse. They actually, when Whoa. this movie came ah. out, uh, when this movie came Worse. out, they actually gave out barf bags nope. in the theater. Oh, okay. That kind so of we're talking mm-hmm. like every girl in this movie, much like much like new uh, you know, yeah. new guns with big guns, they raped a little bit rape tastic, but it's wow, it's good. Udo Kier was in it. So I'm I mean, going to make a movie that's so bad, they're going to hand out barf bags pre-filled with barf. <laughs> Me like, fuck you. Fuck you for watching this movie. Here's a bag of barf. Have you barf. ever had to use a barf bag on a plane? Uh, No. It's an unpleasant experience. I'll bet. And then if you make it through the entire movie and you leave during the credits, you get punched in the face. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, the movie. <laughs> They already if made that movie. It was called movie, movie 43. Oh, yeah. Movie 43. Exactly. <laughs> David Spade sitting at the end of it going, bye-bye. Bam. Bye-bye. Bam. <laughs> the movie poster is just a giant middle finger. <laughs> Sawthor. And? Bucket of meh. 
Really? really? Yeah. Saw four. You didn't like it? Uh, yeah, Thor. Uh, I you just could not connect to that movie. Yeah, he oh, was uh, he was not at happy. All. I'm getting mixed reviews on it. I got oh, like shit. I said, some but people not so excited about. He it. He must have saw what I was talking about the little plot holes now. No? Um, well, it's not so much plot holes. I just didn't care enough when they happened. That that's the that's the issue. That at no point did that movie make me care about anything. I, I've left feeling empty. Are, are we back to the character being too powerful to have a challenge? Perhaps. That's, that, that little, is, that's the that, point I got on last that, week. That, you guys making that point made a lot of sense to it. But it's not just that. It's that he's a character without a lot of characterization. Except I, that I speak in a different tone than most people. I as felt do that most way a little bit people. about the first one. I was not all that crazy about yeah. the first one. Well, I, I, I was going to give the yeah. first one like, uh, it's like, okay, there's a start. Now let's build on this character. But there was no building on this character. The movie started. Stuff happened. The movie ended. Nothing was advanced except for a little bit to the Avengers later. Um and but really, kind of unnecessary. I mean, was like it, it felt like filler. So there was no like Thor went on a journey and learned something, or had to change, or had to he try did. to overcome all of that. Uh, he, okay, sure, he had a little bit of a change, but not that it made me care. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All of that that you just mentioned. It looked pretty, through. and Loki is awesome. Yeah, it looked like it was going to be. The villains always get the best lines. It's not about that. It's just that that, that actor portrays that character in a very endearing way. Did yeah. you know that he and Benedict Cumberbatch are actually best pals? They're like the Matt Damon and Ben Affleck of the Europe set. Or the Ian McKellen and... Uh, you guys got to see this. Every time he up. says that, his eyebrows That's go true. up yeah, Because down. we understand <laughs> what he's talking about. Tom Hiddleston is bi, so I mean there's no, you know... At least that's what he says, and that's what exactly. I know that's what Paul's referring to. No, it wasn't. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was kind of implied. <laughs> it was. See, I wasn't the only one that thought it. You, you were implying it, but your uh, eyebrows. Your were. eyebrows. Yeah, exactly. were. Your eyebrows. <laughs> My eyebrows betray me. And what he has no control over his eyebrows. <laughs> no. So my yeah. eyebrows have better gaydar than but I. But no, do. I would. I would. I would. I would love to sit in a pub and drink cider with those two. Whoa! Hello. <laughs> That sounded worse than it was. Yeah. But I don't know if, if it's me starting to tire of superhero movies. Imagine that. Or if it's just like I, them just kind of filling up the time with these characters till the did, next Did you big see one. the preview for the Captain America? Yeah, and I was real underwhelmed. Really? What? Oh, what? Yeah, I was. Who is this person? Except for the scene where there's a large crash toward the end. I was like, well, this but, is really not no, grabbing me. Listen, I, don't see, know I haven't watched that got. trailer because... I'm trying to keep spoiler free, but nothing Todd is a huge Captain America guy, has all the Brewbreaker run, which is probably, I mean, I have, I've read a lot of it. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's almost impossible to top. Cap is my favorite Marvel hero. And the thing is, Mine too. And see, so that'll, 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 that'll be hard to do anyway. It's just like me with the new Spider-Man. I'm like, eat a bag of dicks. It's not Spider-Man. He's the best Spider-Man, but the movie was shit. Bullshit. Um, what? The Bullshit. new Spider-Man. What about it? Go uh, ahead. It was good. Actually, Ooh. I thought it was better than all three Tommy McGuire movies. Yeah, it was kind of blah. Eh. I liked it. Thank you. So did I. I like I said. I think that uh, I enjoyed. It. I had a good time. Andrew Garfield is the best Spider-Man that there's been. That's correct. Live action, but I did not think the underpinning of that film was right. It was not good. Could have been um, so much better. Well, let's see. Not they definitely. did everything right in there. They started off with Gwen Stacy, the person you start off with. Yes. Number three, they actually talked about and, and went through finally with the lizard instead of alluding to it in three films and never get to it. Agreed. It was a dick tease. I, I mean, the, the love story in that movie is So much more really believable. Good. Mm-hmm. 
and so strong that I spent most of that movie going. I really don't care about anything else, but these. I just two wish young kids. it didn't have to be an origin story again. No, no I hear you there. I think they wasted Captain Stacy. And uh, yeah, I was surprised they got rid of him so quickly. Yeah, some other stuff. It's weird, but. Whatever. I mean, I'm looking forward to number two. Oh, I mean, Jamie Foxx is going to be Electro. Paul Giamatti's Rhino. It's going to look good. I mean, I haven't seen. Any, I haven't seen a trailer and it I, looks good. I actually haven't seen this particular Spider-Man. You guys are actually selling me on it now. Actually, I'm going to hunt. Oh, you need to see it. Okay. Well, you, you obviously know Paul's usually wrong. So it's listen to me and Torgo, and exactly. we're good. Or it's you can wait like movie. six years, and you'll have a whole nother origin reboot. That's true. I'm glad Rhino's coming out because I was like, "Where was Rhino during the first three? The you know the the Tobey Maguire's yeah. thing." I was like, "Because that's the guy I remember from the animated series when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. That's the villain. Because that guy was just crazy in my mind. Like as a kid, I was like, "What? This guy just dresses as a rhino and just plows into things head first? That's fucking insane!" You know, you know? I th- I, th- I think this movie's going to add a new element to Jamie Foxx's character as an actor. I mean, playing a you know, a comic book villain for once and not like, you know, not playing like a musician, you know, who's dead like Ray Charles or... My fear is, and I think this is going to prove, I'm going to be proven out, which is, which sucks. I love when that happens. Is that he's going to be sympathetic. Who's he going to be? Electro. Sympathetic, he's Electro. Okay. He looks, (laughs) he looks like Black Powder, but... (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Black Powder? Yeah. Yeah, The movie Powder. Powder. Okay, that was where you're going. Okay. Yeah. But... I, so beyond, I mean, I already don't like the look, but um, I just feel like he's going to play it similar to how uh, what's his Sandman. Nuts did Sandman, yeah, and and you know all these great villains. It's like stop making them sympathetic. I don't need a multi-leveled villain. Technically, I the only one a, who wasn't sympathetic was Norman Osborn. Yeah, yeah. Norman Osborn had no redeeming qualities. He was a bad motherfucker. He was a beast. Well, the way you should, be. and it worked. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say with you know Thor, the big baddie, and that not sympathetic, but also not three dimensional either. Well, but see, there's there's a fine line. You don't want to come in like Halo Four and bring out like, hey, I'm a bad guy, poopa doo. What? Who the fuck are you? Well, didn't you read the book? Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, somebody said it's like the the part about playing the thing about playing a villain is you have to. Be sure you play the villain, knowing that the villain thinks they're doing the right thing. Yeah, thinks what they're doing oh, yeah. in their mind. Yeah, well, they are was, the hero. Uh, that's how Joss Whedon had all of his villain characters on any of his properties right. well, I mean, portray them. And, and in again, fact, uh, Loki um, is a fine example. Say what you will about Dark Knight, whether you like that movie or not. The second one. Yeah, Dark Knight. I love that. Everybody loves that movie. Everybody loves Joker. We don't really find out why the Joker is the way the Joker is. We don't need to. In fact, we get to tease that he does. He, he tells four you three or four different stories. Yeah. stories yeah. We don't are all clearly to. bullshit because he's just fucking with people, and it works. He's just—he's a bad guy, and, and we all go, "Okay, he's a crazy bad guy." Yep. That's and, why you need and for the a most part, superhero to beat a crazy person that the other cannot thing, be understood. The other thing that made that movie work was, for the most part, it was just him. You know it's what just I mean? the one vil- they cram in Two Face at the end, right. a little sloppily, but, but whatever. When, but that was just the, I was just reading some stuff about the Michael Keaton Batman, the the original. Yeah, I just saw that post. So read good, it, but yeah, and but you, they, yeah, it's one just him and Joker villain working it out. One villain, yeah, 
And this is the thing that gets me so worried about this next Spider-Man. They're already doing the cram in more villains thing. This is true. But and I'm just like, in this fuck one, they're that. building towards Sinister Six. They're building obviously. towards Sinister Six, but, but in don't a whack-ass way. Movie. <laughs> Whatever. They're going to do it. It'll I be- mean, they build towards Sinister Six, certainly. But what do we got? We got Electro. We got Rhino. We There's talk of Black Cat. And there's one more. I can't remember the other. Well, they'll have to be Doc Ock. Yeah. They'll have to be Kingpin, right. maybe. That, that will come you later, because I haven't of the, heard that yet. Speaking of Doc Ock, yet. the one redeeming quality about all three of those movies was Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. He Second was movie is the best. On. Without question, he was spot on that character. Second movie is the best. And again, because the focus goes mainly to one villain. Exactly. Well, Sam Raimi had a plan for the third one, and it just yep. did not <laughs> happen. And you know, yet, Paul, yet we're talking about villains, and I can't think about how many great wrestling villains there were, too. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. Yeah, one's called the Iron Sheik. Yep, exactly. That's his first. And he's still a great villain, by the way. He is the villain. And he never turned into a. What? I can't hear you. We can't hear you. Nobody knows what you're saying. I gotta wash my hands of bacon. Go wash your hands of bacon. I'm starting the show. News you don't give a shit about. Yay. (laughs) We were just talking about wrestling, so that's news you don't give a shit about. (laughs) That's a perfect segue. That's a lot of people watch wrestling. Uh, news you don't give a shit about. Uh, Frank Capra's classic Christmas movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Sucks. Which uh, starred Jimmy Stewart. Really? Is like getting a sequel after all yeah. these years. I heard this today on the radio. The sequel funny. will be called It's a Wonderful Life, colon, the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah, no one can hear you. Can we uh, have Roberto Benigni do this? <laughs> oh, no. Or that's a, It's a Beautiful Life. My bad. Oh, no. It's, it's actually a good movie. It says that... The character is not that sympathetic <laughs> when you think about it. He's a drunken wife beater. I don't think he... I, I mean, I know what you're saying. Yeah. But I think that's also partly the point of that movie. Is yeah. Is that we all... Everybody, no matter who they are, affects the world in a way that we can't possibly comprehend. And usually, there's all uh, we all affect the world in good ways. Yeah, they already, re- they already did a sequel to this movie. It's called The Butterfly Effect. I guess so. I never yeah. did see I that I don't movie. discount the message of the movie, but I will say uh, maybe it's just because it's on like a thousand times a Christmas it's season certainly. Yeah. over you know, my lifetime. I, I think people... It's we, just okay. It's like, eh. It's I, an eh film. And after a while, a Christmas story becomes the same way. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it's That's why I've, I've avoided I it for the last It's a Wonderful like, Life. Years. It's a really good movie. It really is. I, I think agree. it is. It is. But it's not the best Christmas movie. The best Christmas movie, Die Hard. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty close, yes. What about Die Hard 2? That's a good Christmas Ooh, movie, too. Yeah, it's not as good. My as favorite Christmas course. movie is still Christmas Vacation. Still damn good. That is a goddamn good movie. National Lampoon's <laughs> Christmas Vacation is my I'm favorite I'm sorry, Christmas but Jingle movie. All the Way has you all beat. Jingle All the Way. <laughs> I did it just to see your reaction. <laughs> and it was such a good one. Uh, Listen, from what you told us so far, time. we would believe you. That's true, you wouldn't. I'm a wrestling fan. It appears fan. that I'm an action figure and I have you know, to do my toy. Uh, I got to go shop for the toy. My favorite for the toy. Christmas movie it might be Elf or it might be Scrooged. Uh, Scrooge mm. is, Scrooge the best is one good. Elf was Elf was pretty good. I was I better really than like I was. Elf. I was better than I was expecting. But I'm a. I'll admit I'm a Will Ferrell fan. And See, so I can't do Will Ferrell by himself. If he has a cast, I'm okay. I I don't even like Anchorman. We had Bob Newhart yeah. and Elf, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, he had Bob no, Newhart and James Kahn and, <laughs> and Zoe Deschanel. Have yeah. you seen Election with him? him that and, uh, movie didn't quite work for oh me. Oh my god! I, Marcus, but. There's I, I, there's a lot of the humor that I think is done in such a way that if you if follow any politics, you really will 
have a good time with it. But when he punches that baby, oh my god, that scene just kills it all comes me. down to a punch of the baby. No, it's Nothing the way better. they did it. They did the whole slow mo with the oh, yeah, the I've ripple effect Absolutely. and everything. Okay, yeah. you've seen it. Shaking hands and kissing babies in different ways. Uh, so here are some details hands. on the It's a Wonderful Life, uh, the rest of the Two. story. Colon, the rest of the story, huh? Colon, the rest of the story. Uh, Carolyn Grimes, who played George Bailey's daughter, Zuzu, in yeah. the original, will return. Oh, boy. Well, that's, no, that's good. I, I'll, I'll give him that. For the uh, Wonderful Life sequel, as an angel who shows... You gotta up. give him that. Hey, hey. <laughs> you this gotta guy, give him that. Hey, this guy doesn't even like the movie, and he's already impressed. I'm impressed they brought back one of the original actors. How uh, old is she at this point? Will return for the Wonderful Life sequel as an angel who shows Bailey unlikable Bailey's unlikable grandson, also named George Bailey, how much better off the world would have been had he never been born. George Bailey, won't you please suck huh? bone? Wait, wait. Is it reverse? Is that what it says? That's what I said. It's the exact opposite. How much better the world would be if he hadn't been born? Uh, Grimes, of course, bellowed the iconic line, every time a bell rings, the angel gets his wings. In the original movie about a troubled family man, Jimmy Stewart, who's near suicide on Christmas Eve, brings on the intervention of his guardian angel. The sequel will shoot in Louisiana with a budget between twenty-five and thirty-five million dollars. So we go from New York to Louisiana. I mean, I think, I think your di- your calls. dislike of "It's a Wonderful Life" falls under that category of it's just been shown too much. Yeah. Because I, I, when you look at Wizard of Oz, there are people who are sick of that movie. They hate that movie, but. When you just look at that movie, it's a good movie. It's a really entertaining movie. It and, is, and it's really well done. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, a it's, a, it's an amazing movie. film. Unless you grew up in Kansas. Strikes a little too close to the bone. It doesn't. Uh, it's just <laughs> everywhere, right? It's, it's just oh, omnipresent. It's all, it's well, on, that, but that's I, what I'm I, saying. It's yeah. it's been it's become such a. Is there a channel dedicated a, to a it? Thing I, like it that. wouldn't surprise me. But uh, yeah, growing uh, up growing up in Kansas, I kid you not, every day. Yeah, it's on Oz some day. channel. But that's what I'm saying. And Welcome then, back to Woz. I mean, all I, Wizard of Oz all the time. <laughs> Coming up next, we got the Wizard of Oz later tonight. The Wizard of Oz, and stay tuned after the Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz, and don't forget don't the Wiz will be playing after that. <laughs> huh? Just the Wizard of Oz. We don't like. It is Kansas. Exactly. I mean, a similar oh, movie that, that like Sound of Music. I think a lot of people are. Yeah. You say that movie, and people are like, ah. Oh, yeah. But if you watch I like that Sound movie, of the first time you watch that movie, it's a good movie. It's and a I, very entertaining movie. And I, I still do right. like Wizard of Oz to this day, but I will tell you it's probably been about 15 years since I've seen it just yeah. because I've seen it so well, many times. I'm not saying it's a movie you need to soon. see every year. Yeah. And, you know? uh, and the other thing is when you grow up in Kansas – Everybody's got to pull that line out. It's like, well, you're not in Kansas anymore, oh. and they think that's the first time you've ever heard it ever. Hey, you, you know, I, do I, you know uh, that you're not in Kansas anymore. I do know that I'm not. All in right, Kansas just make sure. Thanks, I, thanks, I've Dorothy. Driven through you're Kansas, welcome. and uh, frankly, if there were, if, even if I meant dealing with witches and uh, angry monkeys, I'd, I'd go anywhere else. <laughs> it's a. Uh, Eastern Kansas isn't bad, like North, <laughs> Northeastern. <laughs> the rest of the state. Eh. The way you talk about Kansas is the way I talk about Arizona. I hate that state. It's the Great Plains. and, and It's in a, a lot of flat nothing. And when you look at it from the perspective of what it is, it is an amazing... That Kansas, Nebraska, South Dakota, North... The, that the hugeness of land and the spans of yeah. those plains is 
mind-bogglingly huge. It's, if you it fl- is really it, impressive and beautiful in that scope. If you but ever fly over it, it, it's difficult. Yeah, I look at it. That. There's a lot of open land. Yeah, with no sign of civilization. Yep. Other than you know maybe the irrigation. That they've got. Set I thought up. you were gonna say maybe the crop circles. Yeah, <laughs> and strangely, <laughs> doing this. Orb. Strangely, this talk about Kansas makes me want to go play Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah, there's a vastness to the land there that isn't. It's impressive, and it can be oppressive. I would think to a certain extent, you know, to you, definitely gives you a sense of how. When I was, because I spent a year living in Nebraska, touring all over it oh, with yeah. a theater company, and so it's a similar vibe. And we yeah, poke yeah, down absolutely. into Kansas every now and then in South Dakota, and it's it gives you a certain amount of perspective of like we are tiny little specks on a tiny, you know, in in this large thing that's a tiny little speck within the universe. Which reminds that yeah. sounds like mm. a special kind of hell. That sounds like the kind of thing you could be telling to your grandchildren. Yeah, you know, when I, well, I had to walk uphill both way, and I had to. Tour Kansas with a touring company. No, it was fine. Okay. It was a good show. It was a good gig. It was all right. They paid me money. I made a living. Life could have been worse. Entertained thousands of people. Oh, bloody could be from bloody Kansas. So were you, you, <laughs> yeah, I'm not from there. Were you living from hotel to hotel? <laughs> yeah, we were like hopping from hotel to hell. In ho- Kansas hotel, and Nebraska. Driving a, a big old van. You must have seen the finest Holiday Inn lounges in the town. Yeah, it was no. lovely. It wasn't that bad of a gig. And that segment was brought <laughs> to you by Holiday Inn. I, 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 no, no, I wish I could sit here and say, like, oh, it was horrible, blah, blah. It was a good gig. I was out of college. It was like two, three years out of college. They, It was like a nine-month nine gig. I was like, this is a solid job. I'm getting paid well. It's not that way now, fact check, but back then there were a lot more Howard Johnsons yeah. in the Midwest than there were uh, yeah. Holiday Inns. You had, you had your sprinkling of Holiday Inn and a lot of orange roofs. The Howard Johnsons had the uh, the restaurants, right? Mm, uh, yeah. Did the Howard John? They, they must not. In 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 New England, all the Howard Johnsons have saltwater taffy. Hmm. Okay. Not out here. Not, not in the Midwest. Not out here in the West either. That's what makes you fact check, Andy. Yeah. They <laughs> sold saltwater taffy. In the yeah, in the Howard Johnsons. Then they all became Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, well, Cracker Barrel's like a, an hour away. That's probably just right a, down to the Orange Regional the Howard exactly. Johnson's yeah. Outhouse. What's uh, Howard Johnson's Outhouse? It was a line from the commercial. Oh, blazing saddles! saddles. Yeah. Blazing saddles. Uh. Um, interesting regional question though. Um, big boys. Yep, all over the place. What is big boys called there? Uh, there was high boy and there was big boy both, and they were related somehow. And unfortunately, I don't know. We had frishes exactly how in, in New England it's Abdow's big boy. Really? Yeah. yeah there's and there's Azars. There's so many. Yeah. And then there was also Shoney's big boy, which I remember. There was a Shoney's there's, Big Boy? A, yeah. No, it was, it was like boy, half Shoney's. bear. And then half later, on, <laughs> later on, it just became Shoney like bear? Shoney's. Yeah. It was like just then it was like Shoney's Big Boy, and then it was like just Shoney's, and I guess because they lost the partnership or whatever, and then and then all of a sudden we had Big Boys and Shoney's. Fighting sometimes, in the street. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> in the same like small towns, you'd have a show. That's a neat bear Hi, big, big boy. Won't you overall. come over here and start something? I'm not looking for trouble, Shoney Bear. Look, you got trouble, mister. How you... many times do I have to tell you I'm just trying to serve burgers? <laughs> I don't want to hear it. There's only one burger in this town, and it's the freshest fucking big boy right here on my giant plate. So come on over here and get a piece, Why you little you asshole. Why don't you just leave me alone for I'm once? not leaving shit alone. We're settling this right now. Oh, look, there's some salmon over there. Aren't you hungry? Oh, what? <laughs> I'm the goddamn person. You're the bear, Shoney Bear. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I think you guys don't know what role you're playing. I think you switched. <laughs> yeah, that completely. What a twist. Um, what, a bear wouldn't try to distract you with what would distract him? <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> Maybe so. I, I'm going to say Paul started with a very bear-like voice. You I should not have too. been That's all right. <laughs> I do actually miss the theme kind of restaurants, though, like Bobby McGee's, where you'd walk in and there was There was like, a Bobby McGee's? There was out here or at some point or like maybe even in Phoenix. But Sounds like the most depressing restaurant in the world. <laughs> no, like a theme, like you walk in and like the, the, ra- the waiters or waitresses are all dressed in like costumes and they're like other people. Like one... <laughs> Like Marilyn, so it's like Jackrabbit Slim. Exactly, fiction? Okay. exactly. Which is why I said that. Welcome to Bobby McGee's. Well, service is just another word for nothing left to lose. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're, just all, they're always just playing that song. That's like that's the only song they play. <laughs> or you know, they could have worked at the Star Trek experience. <laughs> oh, oh, that's have you have beautiful. you heard uh, Chris Christopherson singing that song? He wrote it. Uh, I've not. I don't think I've heard oh, it. It's so sad when he sings it. It's a pretty sad song. Yeah, it's worse when he thinks well, it's sung by Chris Christopherson. Everything he sings <laughs> is sad. Freedom's is another word. Was he in love with Bobby McGee? One would assume. Who wasn't? Yeah. News you don't give a shit about. Uh, Warner Brothers is in negotiations to bring video game Temple Run to the big screen. With Harry Potter producer David Heyman on board, uh, Temple Run is a 2011 mobile game developed and published by... Um, uh, Manji Studios that spawned a sequel later this year and spinoffs involving characters from a Disney Pixar's Brave and Disney's Oz the Great and Powerful as well as numerous imitators. Both the original game and its sequel have become mammoth bestsellers. The story would center on an explorer who having stolen an idol from a temple is chased by demonic forces. Is this a thing behind you? Are those little figures behind you is from that game no. or is that from something different? That is completely That's different. That's totally different. That's Temp- Disney. Yeah, this is a Disney Infinity back here. Oh, okay. Uh, Temple Run cost you 99 cents. Yeah. Oh. Now for something completely <laughs> different. It's the equivalent of Angry Birds, the movie. Oh, pretty much. Well, it's, based, huh. it's like Indiana Jones inspires a game, and then a game inspires a movie. Yeah, that's going to be kind of like Indiana Jones. Exactly. <laughs> Dumb. Oh, well, speaking of Indiana Jones, were uh, we? Ladies and gentlemen... I'm about to indulge in my favorite beverage, Neurobliss. How does that segue work? <laughs> Speaking well, of Indiana Jones, Jones, I'm about to indulge in Neurobliss. I'm the same way Indiana Jones makes no sense in the movie I'll by being you, there. I'll tell you how it works. First of all, here's how it segues into Indiana Jones. I have in my hand Neurobliss. I'm going to take a sip. Mm, delicious. Let's see if I sipped enough out to set it on the table and not trigger the booby trap. I did. No booby <laughs> trap. Ladies and gentlemen, NeuroBliss is... Well, we'll make it, your head so, explode if you look at it. <laughs> so so we'll explain that giant boulder rolling yeah. behind you there. That giant boulder just needs to have a sip or two of the NeuroBliss because then it'll help reduce its stress, enhance its mood, and provide focused concentration while promoting a positive outlook. Actually, you could actually give it a sip of NeuroSleep to make it fall asleep. I could. I could knock out that boulder with NeuroSleep. You're about to knock me out with some neurosleep. Yeah, I feel like you just gave me some neurosleep. <laughs> Ooh, let me tell you something. Okay. Tell me something. Let me tell you when something, you, brother. When you follow gummy Coke bottles with NeuroBliss. Not so good. Well, the lychee comes out real strong. Okay. Is that what you've done? Mm-hmm. Ah. You know, if you set eight things in front of me and one of them was lychee, I'm not sure I'd be able to tell which one was. <laughs> 
Lychee basically looks like pear when it's all cut up. It's like a really spongy pear. It's like an old, sickly Indian man's penis. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it looks like. You can't. It's unmistakable. I want to call the episode that, but I can't. When I just can't. When people. You can't when, call it the sickly Indian man. I can't. No, I can't. Really. <laughs> Too many episodes have been named something penis. It's just we have to do something different. That's why. That's so why. So many butts and penises in our history. The, the Indian man cometh. That's why when, when, when people would go to the market to go buy lychee fruit. If, yeah, if women would go to the market to buy a lychee fruit, they would call it uh, dating the sickly Gupta. That's, <laughs> they say, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm going to go date the sickly Gupta. Oh, you're oh. going to go buy some lychee fruit at the market. I got you. Make sure it's a firm one. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, the sponginess that sells uh-huh. it. Weekend Geek. Weekend Geek. By the way, I saw Nine Inch Nails, and they're the best ever. Yeah. Always. Yep. Yeah, buddy. We happen to have both run, mm-hmm. We've actually ran Bonzo into each other on nights. the. Uh, I did go both nights. Uh, I got to see a, a different set the first night than what uh, myself and Paul saw on the second night. We happened to run into each other on the casino floor, um, and uh, yeah, I thought it was a fantastic show. So With good. and as I was pointing out to Paul, they didn't actually bring the lights in the back or in the front, so they didn't have like the full production that they would normally have on an arena tour. But let me tell you. That was not needed at all. Mm. They still had some amazing stuff. Pino Palladino, uh, based from The Who and many other bands, was playing with Trent. Uh, really great band. They even had backup singers, which you would think at a Nine Inch Nails show, it's kind of blasphemy. But then you see the element that those two girls bring, and it's quite fantastic. Well, I'm pleased because I feel this is the, rec- the direction he's going more and more, and I want to see more choral arrangements I think from this him is where the direction he wanted to from the get-go. Yeah. It's getting there. It's getting there. It's 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 really good. It's really good stuff. I still love his angry stuff. Agreed. But I but I but he can he can do angry with with beautiful pop harmonies, and that's mm-hmm. I just think it's 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 he's he's awesome. He's a genius. No, well, he no he is a creative genius. Unlike mm-hmm. when people call themselves that, he doesn't need to. He no, is. He is. He's proven himself time and again. It was a wonderful show. Thank you, Trent Reznor. Agreed. And all involved. Balls. We can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is this is good news. I think good news. I'm very, I'm very optimistic and happy when I found this out. Oh Lord, this is not going to go well. Nope. <laughs> a feature film adaptation of the comic book Preacher has been in film development for a while. Kevin Smith, DJ Caruso, and Sam Mendes were all attached to direct the film at some point. Uh, producers have been trying to get this on the big screen since 1998. After all this time, it looks like we might see it as a TV series before a movie. According to Badass Digest, AMC has ordered a pilot based on the classic Vertigo comic. This is the network that has given us The Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, and Mad Men. Uh, Preacher was created by writer Garth Ennis and artist Steve Dillon. Tells the story of a Texas Reverend Jesse Custer, who after merging with the escaped offspring of a demon and an angel, finds himself imbued with the word of God, the power to command anyone to do his bidding. Teamed with his ex-girlfriend Tulip, O'Hare, and Irish vampire named Cassidy, Custer sets across America to track down the Almighty and force him to explain why he abandoned creation. Yeah, that's much better as a TV series. Yes. No, absolutely. And there was talk about it going to HBO for a while. That fell through. Then they started doing the film thing, and it made us all cringe. Well, I I would think most comic books 
seeing as they are episodic, mm-hmm. would lend themselves to television much better than they would to film. <laughs> they're finally sense. seeing it with the success of Walking Dead. People can get behind it and, and put money into a thing. That's a story that takes three seasons to even start to tell. Because yeah. for all the brouhaha... <laughs> to even start to tell it. For all the brouhaha the first season or two of Walking Dead about, well, they're not following the comics, they're not following... Everybody's still loving it, and it doesn't. It's still yeah. the yeah, world. The numbers are still there. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, and, and and they're never going to be able to, uh, you know, lock and step with the the, the, the books. The, you the, can't. The, well, with with preacher. Preacher is. You don't think our space preacher is will show up? piss people off if they lock and step. See, that's the first They'll thing that came to my mind. It. I was like, how are they going to do our space? How are they going to do all these other things? Uh, ask, I can tell you right now, our space is going to happen. It'll happen, but how are they going to do it is just the intriguing thing. But it'll all work. Oh, they'll nail that makeup. I'm There's excited no doubt. to see it. I'm excited to see it all. Can you imagine what a Watchmen 12 issue, I mean, 12 episode miniseries would have been like? Yeah, just, just do one better. issue per episode. Better. But yeah. It would have been way better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt. The, I think. There are elements of that movie that are spot on and perfect, but it's just too condensed. I've never read. Crammed. The, I've never read the the, the Watchmen. I, I would highly uh, recommend it. it no, it, everyone it's, I know it's has a told book me. I reread, reread, and every time I reread it, I see more stuff. I've always been told it's and one you know of the what? greatest Speaking books. This, this one time. of the greatest books ever, not yeah, just graphic absolutely. novels, but one of the greatest books ever. And it's on. Uh, there was a list came out a couple of years ago of like greatest works of literature of all time and it's actually on the top 100 list um but i enjoyed the movie but the end just kind of fizzles out for me well it's not the ending yeah Yeah, they changed that well well then that explains it Mm because it just just becomes nonsense and then it's just like oh it's just a big monster basically and it's we build up all the way to that for i mean all this intrigue and interesting yeah it's not the sort of parallel and like parallel yeah just it was a mess the end well the, the, the thing about that movie is it's so I mean, not the movie. That that story is so anti-establishment and just, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, and like, <laughs> no way any movie studio in its right mind would show the true meanings behind that work. Yeah, they t- they scratch the surface here and there, and you can't escape the the life lessons, the 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 sense. For lack of a better term, the the, the meaning behind uh, Doctor Manhattan's progression, mm-hmm. you know, you see you see sign of the, the the frailty of human existence and the the inanity of it all and the the incessant boredom of existence and it's all of its way, you know, it's like that kind of they, stuff. But they can't get a hundred percent behind any of that shit. They did a pretty amazing job of getting it into a two-hour movie. Yes, it shouldn't have been a two-hour movie. No, it should. Well, it's more. More like a three-hour movie. They did the still, best yeah. they possibly ever could have. With the time constraints and everything. Yeah, yeah. exactly. To make it's it an a movie, entertaining movie, movie. That's the best they could have it's done. It's a yep. very entertaining movie. But having not read the books, I was like, there's clearly more to this story. Yeah. And and so and they got me sort of engaged in the beginning. And then by the end, I was like, this just doesn't pay off the way it should. It well, doesn't and it, pay and off. It starts right. off a lot stronger than it finishes, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Getting back to the episodic part, though, as you were bringing up, uh, I think it'll work out well for you know a lot of comic books to go this way. I mean, think about it in point now, uh, the Netflix series that they're going to be doing with Marvel sure. and Daredevil that will be perfect for them because we can go weekly, you know, weekly episodic shows and see a progression of a character more so than we can in a two-hour film. Sure, and chances are they'll release that all at once, like Netflix does. So if you want to binge it, do it. But if you want to stretch it out. At your leisure. I, I would love if they could do both. If they could do episodic stuff and then do st- movies like, like the giant crossover stuff they do in comics, where everything comes together. I mean, I don't particularly care sure. for giant crossovers no, in that's, comics. That's but the kind idea- of the plan that they have for Stephen King's The Dark Tower. Okay, 
Well, that's, that's going to be a combination that, of TV show and movies. That could be if what, that actually happens. That could be what they're thinking of doing with the Netflix Daredevil and all those with guys. The Avengers, too. yeah, or something like that. Did they ever point. get the Dark Tower graphic novel out? Yeah, like, I think that's all finished now. I think okay. the, the Dark Tower. Because I know they did they, like the spinoff <laughs> series that was like a, the the original. Yeah, it was all stories. Yeah, they basically they they took the the prequel stories that were in. Uh, the fourth Dark Tower book, yeah, and then made that to a comic book, and then expanded upon it. But they never did one of the actual like series. No, no, that that still does not uh, exist. I still, I, I, they were supposed to do that at one point, and it I was, was so excited, and it never happened. I was yeah. so mad. Uh, according to the Calgary Herald, uh, director Brian Singer is headed back to the Canadian city, along with a few members of the cast and crew of the latest X-Men entry, to shoot extra scenes for the film, which wrapped pr- principal photography uh, a few months ago. Uh, the film commissioner of Quebec, Hans Fraken, says that the team is coming back a couple of weeks, calling it a big reshoot. Now, uh, reshoots, additional shooting, and there's nothing new. And depending on the time involved, certainly not a sign of any trouble. A few days of reshoots, pretty normal. Iron Man 3. Uh, seven weeks, like what the filmmakers did with World War Z to create an entirely new ending, is kind of severe. It <laughs> indicates that the movie's not in good shape. Uh, but the last part of this story, the money is what could be a cause of concern over at 20th Century Fox. That is the studio behind the X-Men movies. Uh, The Herald casually stated that X-Men Days of Future Past is the second most expensive Fox production after Avatar. (gasps) Uh, That movie cost $237 million to make, although it's been reported that James Cameron spent worth north of $300 million. Uh, Internet Movie Database lists the budget of Days of Future Past as $250 million, which would clearly send it past Avatar's official price tag. Even if it stays at $250 million, that makes Days of Future Past the most expensive X-Men movie ever. <laughs> the last two, uh, 2011's X-Men First Class and this year's Wolverine, officially cost $160 million and $120 million respectively. While they both made money worldwide, they respectively earned $146 million and $132 million in the U.S., making them the lowest-grossing X-Men movies at home since the first one back in 2000. For X-Men Days of Future Past to turn a profit at $250 million, it will have to earn at least twice that much worldwide. It but better not disappoint then. That's also misleading because it they shoot it in Canada. There's the tax credit mm-hmm. thing as well as they get uh, grant money from the Canadian government for shooting in sure. Canada. So it probably did not cost even remotely near that. Okay. Um, after everything is all well, said and done. Actual money spent. Yeah. I, well, I mean, yeah, I mean yes, yes, the initial output, the sure, is, is there. Yeah. But then when they get all the, you know, the, the grants and the credits and everything back, sure. the, the movie will turn a profit regardless of, you know, how much <laughs> they the spend. It's the old Hollywood math that we've yeah. talked about yeah, many yeah. times. You should have yeah. shot in Toronto. You can do anything in Toronto, apparently. All I know is that's a goddamn expensive movie. Well, that's it why is. a lot of people do go to Canada to shoot is because, you know, um, there's it's greater in different parts of that country to shoot what's but i mean you get thing, money what's the last thing brian singer did superman no oh was wasn't it Ooh, man of steel well i mean he's no. the one before that. he's done episodic oh, television like he did Is that the last thing he House? did that was a while ago uh, i think he's a movie i think i might sure. be right well because it was just a stinker it poo it was, it was a stinker poo movie nobody wanted to give him anything after that it was just boring it's a terrible movie again overpowered character yeah, overpowered character who they turn into a pervo, weirdy. That's yeah. pro- that's pretty true. I'm the most powerful person in the world. Let spy, me leer spy, spy. let me leer at 
a lady in her house, a married woman. Oh, oh the last thing he did Rosie. was Jack the Giant Slayer. That's right. Ah, oh, which I bet made money. Uh, I believe it did. I mean, that did, I think it did he make also money. directed that some episodes of House well. too. So I want to say Jack the Giant Slayer did relatively. Did anybody well. actually see that in this room? I, I did haven't see seen it. it. I did and see it. Well, it was okay. Yeah, you said it wasn't movie? too bad. It was. It was all right. I it was better than Thor. And I think just Michael saw it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. And he seemed to like it. Like he didn't love it, but he was like, it was good time. Thor, and I was entertained. So I'll give it that much. And uh, he did Valkyrie before. Well, I, yeah, Valkyrie was oh, Valkyrie, really good film right. too. Yeah, well, I that's hope. Strong uh, picture. I mean, the first X Men was great. Yes. The second X Men was really great. Yes, the third one not so the much. The third one was not him. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. You know, he, he, left, the he, he left. To he left to do Superman. He left. He was. He was in pre pre production of the third film when he was offered uh, Superman, and mm-hmm. he always wanted to do Superman, so he did leave. And he did him. He did him like Days a butt Future pirate. Past, so. <laughs> I do too. And movies with that much money, uh, it'll probably look like Days of Future Past. That'd be great. It's going to be a great two months for comic book fans. We got Cap in April, and then that in May. So hopefully, yeah. it'll and be then Guardians later on. That's right. I want to see that movie, Captain April. Oh. <laughs> Captain April was. Uh, the, I uh, think that's the new script for Teenage Mutant Ninja. No, that was the first that's, Captain of the Enterprise. Yep, Robert April. Oh, you sexist pigs! I was thinking of a woman. No, it wasn't a woman. I'm Robert saying April. Captain April should be a woman. What? Do you, oh, why would well, be a man? Name, her her first name should be Ca- Hey Captain April. April. That's right. <laughs> Captain April O'Neill. Get it right. Dingus. That's her name. It's her name, Captain April. <laughs> Captain Kirk. <laughs> Captain Picard and Captain Stephanie, right here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you were wondering what the second Walking Dead series would be about, here are your first details. It's about wieners, isn't it? Yes, it is. I knew it's it. about. It's all know, about undead wieners. Well, not, it's about undead wieners. Indian wieners. That's Sorry, exactly undead it. Indian yeah. wieners. <laughs> it's sickly. It's undead it's sickly. wieners. Indian wieners. <laughs> Everything. How do you think it all started? That's it was exactly right. Indian this is wiener. Over in India, the second Walking Dead is set in. I'm going India. to the Gupta. I'm going to the. I'm going to date the sickly Gupta. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out the show will dude. take place prior to, as opposed to concurrent with, the current season of The Walking Dead. What will it be about? There's the increasing buzz that the offshoot will be a prequel of sorts. One that would chronicle the early days of the epidemic and the efforts to contain it. So, that's so it's World War Z. Or it's probably more like The Walking Dead game from Telltale. Yeah, where things are like, like very new because when we start, you know, the world's already gone to shit. This is it going to shit, and nothing can stop it. From but I mean, <clears throat> in The Walking Dead, the TV show, it's it hasn't been more than a few months before we start that show. The show where it's at has been maybe a, a year. At this point, yeah. At this well, point. in the third season now. In the third well, season, maybe it's, it's been a year. About two years by now. Okay. Uh, a year and a half. I don't know years. how long. Well, I don't want to give any spoiler stuff or anything. I don't know. Has it been two years since the outbreak? Honestly, well, because well, you got to remember somebody got pregnant, and yes. somebody gave birth. And that's a long. Well, okay. Yeah, that's so, nine what? months. It's a year. That's the nine months. Spoiler: and Rick then, Grimes is pregnant with a wiener baby, <laughs> <laughs> a sickly Indian a sickly wiener Indian baby. Wiener baby. Oh, hello! I'm coming wriggling out of your penis hole. But I mean, how long did he sit in a coma? 
Wow. Yeah, that's the question. How long he was in the coma? How long was he in that coma before he woke up? He was in the coma for what did they say? Months. A month. It's in like the first episode. Like a month. Yeah, it's not that long. Not long because yeah, he woke up pretty much yeah. You know what I mean? A month after the first maybe month. two. You know what I mean? Like it's I, only I been think, a couple of months. I don't even, yeah, maybe a couple of weeks, really. I mean, cause yeah, because yeah. you, I don't think you could be in a coma unattended for more than a couple of weeks without dying. Yeah, it's only if it's you not really that long, yeah. were. Yeah, if you really. So that's the thing. It was like so it can't have been that long. No, so it's to not. Make it's it a prequel. A it's. I mean, they're going to just start a little in earlier. Fact, they started earlier, basically. Yeah. If it's not like a whole series about being a pre... Because they're no. eventually going to be no, catching up to what we've already seen timeline-wise. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I would think. It really... I mean, I, you, if you were in a coma without uh, IV drips... Why's it got to be me? You. Why well, do you got to... Come on, man. Okay, sorry. Jesus. If, okay, not if. When. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, without Thank IV you. drips, you'd be dead in a few days. No, yeah, that's what I... Yeah. yeah. So it's... Yeah, it's weird, but uh, yeah, I don't know why that's sticking in my craw like it is, but it is. There it is. There it is. It's done. It's happened. There's a there's a scene we didn't see was him pulling the catheter off. Balls. No, yeah. well, they didn't show the catheter, but they showed everything else. <laughs> well, he starts to pull the catheter off, and it's like, no, don't pull so hard. Hey. I'm trying to wriggle out of your ball sack <laughs> through your penis hole. Have you watched? I'm your the- baby. <laughs> <laughs> Have you I'm your sickly no, Indian baby that's born from your penis hole. Hello. I'm glad it has a theme song. Love me. <laughs> Love me. That's what it ends with coming out like a Warner Brothers circle. Yeah. Love me. Love me. <laughs> I'm a sickly little penis baby. Oh, man. I'm a miracle. I still can't call the show this. <laughs> Meanwhile, I want to. Our listeners at home been having a drink every time are dead. Don't you know that every character he makes has a theme song? Whether it works or not. It yeah, but I, li- I, I really like the Warner Brothers of this one. <laughs> That's our penis baby. It sure is. And I'm yours for good. I assume Ross Banana's theme song is reggae. Uh, it would be. No. Okay. Strangely, yeah. it's just more death classic metal. Baroque. <laughs> um, has anybody Baroque. seen the webisodes, the Walking Dead webisodes that have been? No, no I haven't. To, I mean, because they were showing trailers to those during the show, and it looks oh, okay. like it's pretty good. I mean, it looks like. It's, I mean, I still want to try their second screen thing. I, I just saw either. something no. about uh, Frank Darbin giving more sour grapes about the. Bo- yeah, split. he he finally came out and uh, and said uh, it's pretty. He harsh things. He doesn't like the new season or what? Well, it's, it's someone asked him if he's been watching it, and he basically said, uh, that'd be like asking, that'd be like watching your wife go with the Pilates instructor and then go to their wedding. So, <laughs> Wow. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I'll give him that. That's uh I'll give him that. What but, was the, but he had some strong, had strong words for him. <laughs> you gotta give him that one. Um, I can't remember what he said exactly, but so do we know what happened there? Do we know why they broke? Why that? Why did they get rid of him? Uh, not really, but or why he versus left. his words, it sounded very, very petty and very selfishly greedy. Things were going on on both sides, or just on on the uh, executive side. Well, what a surprise! Yeah, don't say you're right, so that won't happen. Oh, he didn't have the rights. Yeah. That was, yeah. Oh. Well, easier said than done, too. But, no, just, but it also sounded like he didn't get along with Kirkman either. Oh, to what he was that'll, saying, so. that'll do it then. Yeah. Kirkman's no slouch. He's a genius in his own right. So, I mean, I'll say this. I don't. I mean, I've been watching this new season. I don't feel like it's a different show. I don't feel like there's been a big change. No, they've done a great job. With you know what I mean? I think it's it's holding up to previous seasons. I love Frank Darabont. I love that he got it off the ground. Yeah. But. Yeah, they've they've taken the reins and done well with it. Yeah, I mean, I think Nicotero's 
maybe the heart and soul of that whole production. So I, I haven't seen the third season. When it's Pawdy's instructor show up? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, they find him in the prison yeah. right after yeah. the Indian oh, penis baby. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a him. It's a him. <laughs> is the Pawdy's instructor yep. from India? Who isn't? He's a what? Is he a is what? He from India? Is he from India? No. It's the whole yin and yang of the sickly and healthy India. Oh, he's from China. He's from China. <laughs> <laughs> FX announced go. that it so, has ordered. Just <laughs> stop right well, now. Well, no, he's, he's not a Pilates instructor. He's a Parades instructor. <laughs> Damn. Just stop. I told you to stop. Couldn't even go forward. Couldn't even. Parades. Bonzo, we appreciate you seeing that coming and trying to stop it. Like, like you said, Bonzo, the villain believes they're doing the right thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't appreciate. You're right. You know what? I don't appreciate right. him trying to stop it because if he were a smart man, he never would have made it possible for it to happen. <laughs> I didn't. I did it. He's been doing the Indian stuff the whole time. You know what? You know what's interesting is that character is getting a prequel. Oh yeah. About, yep, yep, yep. About when he was a young boy just learning oh, the Christ. techniques. It's called the Parati Kid. I'm sorry, everyone at home. I couldn't see that one in time to stop it. You can't stop it. it it's, well, he's paused like the damn the juggernaut. The only Once he starts, he can't stop. The only the way to stop now. it is to see it coming and figure out what the punchline is and say it before he can. It's true. It's happened once or twice. <laughs> no, Paul's not a juggernaut. Paul just doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go damn juggernaut. <laughs> Oh my god, god, that's an old, that's an old, old that's an old callback. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the goddamn juggernaut. No, no, that's went further in our old, old juggernaut. Our old bits. catalog. Yeah. Juggernaut uh. balloon knot. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> I'm going to juggernaut your balloon knot. I'm the goddamn highfalutin bitch slapping juggernaut. Yeah, it was like, yeah, I counted all these different. <laughs> ridiculous. Did anybody see the, uh, the, breaking, the alternate Breaking Bad ending? Uh, the time I went to see it, they I haven't seen the real it ending. off of YouTube. It's, it's on the chive now. Yeah, they, they put it back up. I'm yeah, not seeing it till I see the real ending. Yeah, same here. That makes sense. Uh, FX announced that it has ordered a full 13-episode first season of The Strain, which will debut on the network July t- uh, 2014. The ambitious series is based on the trilogy of novels by Guillermo del Toro and Chuck Hogan and centers on a team of scientists who wage war against an ancient strain of virus that confers vampirism along with those that it infects. The cast includes Corey Stoll, John Hurt, Mia Maestro, Sean Astin, and Kevin Durand, and lost co-showrunner Carlton Coos is on board to oh. act as showrunner. Oh, run away! They just lost Paul. Yep. While Del Toro will remain involved as an executive producer. Yeah, uh, Del Toro previously too. revealed that they were writing the entire first season of The Strain before production began on the pilot and has not been shy about the closed-ended nature of the series. Indeed, FX CEO John Landriff said the strain will likely end up with somewhere between 39 and 65 episodes, which means the show will probably run for five seasons at a maximum. Filling out the rest of the first season will begin later this month in Toronto, while Del Toro moves on to prepping to shoot his next feature film, Crimson Peak. Uh, yes, Andy, you have a question. Oh, no, I was just stretching. No, I the first <laughs> season going you're like getting the t-shirts at no, you. No. The first season is going to end with a battle royal between a robot, a vampire, and whatever else you find on an eight-year-old's floor. Or Paul's floor, for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> just because Carlton Cruz is running the thing? Yeah. Because that's the kind of garbage uh, he throws up I'd on like the screen? To, I'd like to point out that Paul's floor is probably very tidy. That's Maybe Paul's floor is. Maybe his shelves. His shelves are packed. They're tidy. With- 
They're not. They're tidy, but they're packed. Yeah, it's right. true. The shelves, the shelves. They're they're just when you think there's no more space, I find ways to make more space. Are we I talking got, about your butt? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I felt mm-hmm. like I don't know why I felt like we were talking about that all because time. I was talking about the toys that you find uh, in Paul's house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen his shelves; they're packed like cordwood, but well displayed cordwood. Yep, yep. And and it's it's getting. It's, thankfully, my Simpsons collection is done, so I don't have to add to that until they start creating a new whole new. Series. Now, at one point, you're saying there were three figures, but it sounded no, like he got only, him. He I got him. You did get all three. Yeah. It's over. Okay, you did. Okay. The only thing I could possibly do would be get the giant. Uh, twelve-inch figures. They came out with five of those, but that's they're not really. That's not really canon. That's not. They're 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 just larger versions of the of the small figures, and and they they're just don't, a gimmick. Well, they don't interact with the with the playsets. They're they're a side thing. They're not the the world of Springfield interactive figures. Figures exactly. That so I'm I'm good. I'm I'm comfortable so you where I'm at. Get like alternate paint job things like that. I got the alternate paint job Mo and the alternate paint job Burns, which are the two. Alternate, alternate paint job releases. Then there were a couple of different um, sets that had different heads and what you call it. Like I don't, I'll never have. Uh, there was a, I guess there was a gold Mister Burns that got given to like a hundred playmates employees and a few other little super rares like yeah, that. The but, odds of getting that, are, but like, but that's not even, yeah. but that's not even considered, you know, part of the thing. But yeah. I got all the B sharps mailaways. I got all. I got the the KB exclusive uh, Halloween set. So in the end, now. How many homers do you have? Uh, I counted it. I believe there are sixteen or seventeen homers. Is that all? I would have thought more. Yeah. Well, Me too. I mean, but but when you consider there were there were fourteen, uh, Barts? F- no, fourteen um, waves. Ah, fourteen waves, fourteen series of figures. So it's basically a homer plus per wave. Still, I so would have thought more. Is this all version of Mister Burns? Is it the same sculpt? The alternate color one is, yeah. Because I've got some gold spray paint at home. Oh boy, <laughs> no! <laughs> I've seriously, I've got, I've got all of them. I, I, I'm very, very happy with that collection now. Got them all. My big last holdout was um, um, Lenny, uh, Stonecutter Lenny, Stonecutter Lenny, and Stonecutter Mo, which were mailaways later on that I didn't get. Finally got them, and uh, Glow in the Dark Radioactive Homer. Each one of those cost about a hundred bucks plus. But I did it. Exactly. Completion. Wow. Yeah. Those were, but that's why you, I didn't. Do you get them dare do the math on the whole set? Yeah. Everything that I got, how much it cost me to get, or how oh. much it's worth, or how what? How much it cost you to get? How much it cost me to get that whole set? I'm gonna say four grand, maybe five. I was going over. I thought I was gonna think ten. Uh, I was gonna say yeah. At no, least no, ten, no. But yeah. no, 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 no. It it was about. Uh, you had. Early on, there were two play sets, which were 20 bucks a piece, 20 to 25. And then you had six figures, which were seven bucks a piece, five bucks a piece sometimes, whatever. So let's I'll just give it average seven bucks a piece. So seven bucks uh, times six, who knows math? 56. 56, great. So we've got 60 bucks That's in figures. That's not the right number, 40, 40, 42. Okay, 42, two, great. Three. Great, so, so, <laughs> I was like, so let's round it up to 50 bucks worth of figures <laughs> and 50 bucks worth of play sets. So it's 100 bucks for per wave. per wave. So that's $1,400. Plus 300. Plus, plus 300 three, for what? For, for the, the mail-away well, ones. Yeah, plus 300 for mail-away ones. Plus that doesn't account, take into account... Uh, all the extra 
play sets and everything. Yeah. It all got up there. It's around four grand probably. Okay. To get everything, give or take. Mm-hmm. For it's complete, folks. And I'm complete. for what a little under two hundred figures. About yeah. yeah. So for about four grand, we can rebuild him. We can make him stronger. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can probably actually you could probably get that set cheaper. Aside from a few real choice pieces, those aren't going for very much money right now. That's even like, new uh, in box. It's interesting. They talk mm. about that on Comic Book Men. Uh, they've just been showing it on the preview because uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name, Michael? Michael? Yeah. Uh, I guess Hurricane Sandy like wiped out his whole collection. Collection. Oh fuck. Yeah, and they were saying, "Well, do you even bother?" And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, I'm going to rebuild, rebuild from the ashes." You know, and, and you know, he was like, "Yeah, I have to." Yeah, so it's the same. You would you would probably rebuild if you, you lost find it. a way. And I mean, it's fun. That's what yeah. it's all about. It's a cl- it's, I mean, I'm done with that one now. Yeah, it makes your life better. But if you lost it, quest, if you lost if I lost it, it, it could be rebuilt. You it would say, be costly, but it could be done. You're saying it would be a kindness if we crept into your house when you weren't there and took like eight no, out of it. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Quest you would, again. You would be hunted. You would be hunted like a dog. It would be a different quest. Uh, very specific <laughs> set of skills. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, it would be a very different. It, it'd be like an EverQuest kind yeah. of quest. Yeah. Five yeah. kill five bandits. Would not be fun. <laughs> not be fun. But I mean, but then I've got I've got all kinds of other shit. You know, I've got like um, David Silverman signed my copy of the Simpsons movie and did a Homer drawing for me, which is nice. Shit like that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you know, that was cool. I've got some really great little collectibles and some rarities and some one offs, and I've got all of the Simpsons Illustrated back home. Uh, yeah, well, the, man. I mean, you say excuse me. You say they aren't terribly. They're not going for a lot of money because they made a lot of them. They did. I mean, they flooded. They flood the market with Simpsons shit. That's it. And Simpsons is an ingrained, integral part of our society. Exactly. It's just everywhere. Exactly. Go a day without seeing some kind of Simpson thing. And it's the pieces that are common that are going for the easy money. The stuff that's hard to find is just the stuff that was always hard to find. I spent a lot of money on the the Todd McFarlane movie Maniac figures. I, Uh I I had it like pretty much the complete collection at one point. I'd lost it. I you know I had one of those. uh um, storage, storage facility. facilities mm-hmm. and something happened so in there amidst I mean basically all my stuff was in there with that and uh, the one of them that I'm still pissed that I don't have back is the Samuel I don't have any of them but the one was the shaft si- signed by Samuel L. Jackson oh wow oh. and I, as a that's my favorite actor so for me to that's have a lost bummer. that's yeah. a big one I remember in the early days of the Simpsons uh, when uh, Granny would go down to San Diego Con he, they would take a side trip down to Tijuana and buy uh, bootleg Bart. Like, he had a uh, massive collection. Yeah. That's a, one of his favorite things is collecting knockoff Simpsons memorabilia. He doesn't do it as much anymore because it got to a point where it was just ridiculous. But yeah, there was a whole uh, article about that in one of the Simpsons Illustrator was like, look at all my bootleg Barts. And they're like Barts and sombreros and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> my mom... <laughs> I caramba. When Simpsons was... I mean, I was always a Simpsons fan. I used to tape it off the Tr- Tracy Allman show. I'm right. a freak yeah. about it, right? Love it. Love all the Life in Hell books. Um when the Simpsons was blowing up huge, I believe this was be summer of 90, uh, when it, when it really started to kick in, maybe 91. Yeah, I was going to say 90, um, 91. Yeah, when it right. really, because because 89 was when it started. But, you yeah. know, you know when everybody was wearing Simpsons t-shirts. Sure. Everybody. And everybody was making Simpsons t-shirts. And there were all the Rasta Barts and all the crazy stuff, you know, just out of control. And so my brother and I, we were at Kings Island one, one, one summer. And then and, and during that day, we just decided kind of to arbitrarily try and count as many different Simpsons shirts as we could see. Oh, wow. It was more me than, than, you know, but, but we were both kind of just looking and checking it out. And we must have counted close to 50 
different <laughs> styles of wow. Simpsons shirts all around the park with different people Impressive. wearing. Impressive. Yeah, and so we were getting ready to leave the park for the day, and uh, we saw this, this big dude with this stretched out bootleg white tee, and it was like uh, he, it was Bart flipping the bird, and it was like up yours, man, or something like that, you know. And and we were we, my brother and I were we just pointed at each other, you know, we looked at it, we were like that is that's that's the one that's Bonus the point. yeah we were like that's the best one today and and my mom was like what and we we're like we're like we think that's probably the best t-shirt we've seen all day we've been counting the simpson shirts all day and she's like oh and she goes over to the guy and she's like my sons have been looking at t-shirts all day long and they think oh, yours no. is just the best and he was like okay (laughs) (laughs) that's the the oblivious nature of my mother it was just so funny and we were just like we're just standing there like like, well well, i mean we weren't embarrassed we were just like flabbergasted we're like mom his shirt is really vulgar (laughs) how deep is your mom's southern accent and does she use a phrase bless his heart uh no no it's not that deep she's a buckeye she's an ohio girl Ah. yeah uh, the five surviving members of the famed British cult comedy group Monty Python, that's John Cleese, Terry Gilliam, Terry Jones, Michael Palin, and Eric Idle, are preparing to make a comeback almost 45 years since their first TV show together. Amazing to think it was that long ago. Quote, that's crazy, huh? We're getting together and putting on a show. It's real, Jones confirmed to the BBC early Tuesday. I'm quite excited about it. I hope it makes a lot of money. I hope to be able to pay off my mortgage. <laughs> Uh, the comedians are all in their 70s now. The, a sixth founding member, Graham Chapman, died of cancer in 89 Rest at age 48. Uh, rumors of a Python reunion surface regularly and have led nowhere until now. So, you see the uh, documentary about Graham Chapman that they made? There's two. That oh. came out recently, and it's all these different animated. A Liar's. Yeah. Autobiography of a Liar. Yeah, I think that's the one. I th- and then there's another one that's like something... Just weird. I guess he was like kind of pathological liar. He had a lot of issues. Yeah, yeah. he was not. You know, his and p- homosexual and at a time at where a it difficult was difficult time. To be. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the one that I'm thinking of, I think it was the autobiographical tale of a liar, or whatever it is, is uh, it's all they do. All these different segments of the of his story are directed by different people, and a lot of them are animated, mm-hmm. different things, and everything. It's a really fascinating. I saw a few bits story. of it. It's really cool. So, what do we think this reunion is going to be about? It's a stage. It's going to be a stage show. show. Much like their old shows that they used to travel around. The last time they all got together was a stage show, too. And it was kind of like almost like an interview format. But then they'd like interspace little skits between each other. This sounds like they're going to go their old school. It's not like they haven't gotten together. It's just they haven't done shows. You you frequently see them together doing commentary and stuff. I'm not sure. So yeah. just back to the well, entertainment sketches. And well, and Spam a lot. They were all somewhat kind of involved in putting that up. I mean, it yeah. was mostly I mean, Idol. Idol wrote it. Yeah, Idol was but, the core but, of it. But yeah. he had to get all their permission, I'm sure. And Terry Jones is, was mocking it. When it yeah. was got, oh, yeah. sure. And they made the announcement at the London Theater where Spam a lot is playing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, is a funny-ass show. It's a good oh, show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I wish I could have seen the whole thing. I saw the version that was here. There was missing oh, yeah. whole sections. I never got to see it when I was out here. I was so disappointed. It's a funny-ass show. I can't. I can't think of many shows, live Broadway musicals that I've seen. I can't think of anyone that I've laughed that hard at mm-hmm. and that long at ever. And even when you know it, yeah. it yeah. doesn't matter. It's just they it got matter. enough little fun bits. Oh, in there. when they were when they were first doing it was uh, who the hell was it? it was um, crap. What's his hell is his name? The guy who was married to eh, ah, eh. that guy, Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria yeah. was they were rehearsing it, and. 
Mike Nichols goes, oh, you're 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 on book already. He goes, I've been on book since I was fourteen. Yeah, I've been and- watching this shit since <laughs> I was twelve. Yeah. Uh, Tales That's from hilarious. the Dark Side was an anthology horror TV series created by George Romero back in '84. The show was similar to programs such as Amazing Stories, Twilight Zone, Night Gallery, The Outer Limits, Tales from the Crypt. According to Vulture, the show is going to be rebooted by Sleepy Hollow producers Robert Orsi, Alex Kurtzman. Those two names keep making our show over and over again. Yeah, those names do pop up. Uh, who've also worked on a good amount of uh, movies such as Star Trek and Transformers. Uh, the producing duo will also be teaming up with author Joe Hill uh, of Lock and Key fame and Horns fame to help revive the series. Network is looking to move fast on the project, and if they like the script that comes out in the network, could air the reboot as soon as this summer. The new Tales from the Dark Side episodes will be 30 minutes long. They also say that, quote, episodes will be self-contained, and every minute will be designed to scare the hell out of viewers, unquote. <laughs> that format, you could put together a show in no time at all, because you have a whole bunch of different people directing a whole bunch of episodes. Mm-hmm. Nothing has to tie it together. Yeah, yeah well, it's like Twilight Zone. It's like yeah, all those old school shows, and that's why they, you yeah. know, you I have... I miss the horror anthology. Some I'm shows work better than others. You know, some episodes are better than others. It's a good, it's well, a great format. It's that's a good, what this Sleepy it's Hollow should back. be. It should be a 22-minute one off instead of a one hour oh, drama the wife has got me watching that thing not working for you oh boy she's digging well, it though it's got it's got an african-american female protagonist the fact that it's a female protagonist is is huge mm. the fact that it's african-american is huge yep good that's a good thing mm. but does it make it a redeemable show no the show is kind of wackadoodle it's weird it's sort of like um National Treasure. It's got okay. a lot of that vibe. It's all about like historical early American history. I love National Treasure. I'm going then to steal you the have got to start watching. No, I've seen trailers for this, and I don't even want to watch it. No, the the, the Headless Horseman thing, the Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, I don't want to watch that, y- dude. If the you last li- time I wanted to was Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow, and that was in. My friend, if you like National Treasure, you will eat this up with a fucking spoon. I'm kidding you, you not. Calling me simple. I'm just saying, if you like National Treasure. You will love this show. Well, just it is because like, I like National Treasure. Because that's what he doesn't like about it is it's kind of like that and he didn't yeah, care for it. If I, I hated National Treasure. But if you like National Treasure and you like that kind of, oh, look at this key that the guy's left in the thing and look at this it's little fun. Secret. I'm not saying okay. it's like one of the best films ever All right, made. But I'm saying imagine, imagine <laughs> National Treasure with a little dash of Freddy Krueger. Oh, I'm in. I'm so oh, you in You said now. Freddy Krueger. I might think we love it. You might fucking love it, dude. You might love Sleepy Hollow. Now, That's I'm, what it feels like. I'm an episode so. behind, but what is your giant beef with it? I mean, I've listened to it when you were talking yeah, about it giant on the show. Beef. I mean, what's your, your major issue with the show? I don't care for the lead actress. Uh, she can be a little much in some scenes. There you go. Uh, She's just like I, But I'm persnickety. It. Exactly. I'm persnickety about performances. And uh, I think the guy is throwing a thing on his back and carrying it like a champ. He's doing some excellent work. He's a good actor. Um, yeah, he's really, really good. I, I see. You know, he's going to be huge uh, down the road. But uh, yeah, it just it just it feels real gimmicky to me. Uh, a lot of retread stuff. And I mean, because a lot, I'm like, oh well, yeah, I saw this shit in National Treasure without a scary ghost and a headless fart going on. Headless fart. Yeah. They just trapped him. I saw that. If, if it's on demand on Fox, I'll. I'll it is. It's on. It. It's on the Hulu's. Oh, I don't have Hulu. Okay. <laughs> you should get it's on Hulu. Fox on demand. Oh, well, there you go. All right, I'll, I'll give it a shot and give it a whirl. If I hate I it, mean, I'm gonna come back and yell at you next no, week. No, no, I don't like it. I'm not saying I like it. But you're telling me I'm I not watch giving it. it a rousing endorsement. 
But if what you say is true and you like National Treasure, you will love this I fucking get the thing. Feeling he's saying he enjoyed National Treasure. It was a fine popcorn, mindless romp of. That's it. Sinus. It was fun. It was fun. It, do you are you with me on that National Treasure vibe? It's got that kind of pseudo revisionist history thing where they take factual elements of history and then mix a little bit of fiction in with it. Yeah, no, I don't think I'll like it at all. Then okay. Well, that's, I, that's I think national I, treasure. I think I think that's selling me on it now. Yeah, well, a, yeah, you might you might really eat yeah, it up. I might really dig it. You might really eat it up. I will give it a shot though, just for you, Paul. Don't do it for me. Yeah, do, do it for my wife. Do it for yourself. Well, no, because usually <laughs> when you hate something, I like something. So I'm going to go on that. There you go. And I'm going I, on the strength I of that. really don't that's, like it. That's kind of been my 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 <laughs> modus operandi yeah. for as long as I've known him. Mm-hmm. And you and I are getting Paul along just fine. So. Yeah. Paul hates this. Well, I guess I'll probably give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to do then. The it large subset of thing Paul things Paul hates though. Huh? You, you could wear yourself out trying to watch all the things Paul hates. That's true. It's true. I hate pretty much everything. Yeah, he's he's, ca- <laughs> he's occasionally right though. Like <laughs> when he walked out. Of, I mean, well, I, you know, you I'll hate you, everything. Yeah. you're bound to be right <laughs> yeah. once in a while. You know, well, I was going to say just like a like a broken clock is wrong even, is right it, twice, exactly. a but, twice a day. A broken but, but here, here he's, he's telling this story of, of when I left. I left. The, Pirates. I was just going to say Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, we've said this story quite a few times. We, we uh, like Rick and I were in the theater with him, and we actually stayed through the film. And like, is he coming back? And it, it was it was difficult to make it through the end of the film. But Paul, the like, first got one, first one? third one, the third, third one. one. Oh, the okay, third yeah. one's a mess. Yeah, yeah third the one's absolute garbage. I like, was hysteria. I held on until he Keith was, Richards. I was like, I'll see what Keith Richards that's brings. Pretty early. I was gone. That's dude. pretty early. You took <laughs> off. Yeah. But but save myself. The other half of the story is. While he's sitting in the seat, he is squirming like mad, like, <laughs> like, like, like a child in church. Like you know, he's guess, guess, mm, guess what the other mm. film caught? Uh, the only other film that caused me to have the Tooth Fairy one. The, I that we nope. nope, no. Wow, I was all by myself and fidgeting just like that. Uh, I well, I think you mentioned film. this before because uh, it was recently, wasn't it? <laughs> Deep Throat. <laughs> was it Pacific Rim? Yeah, it was Pacific Rim. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> almost ripped that chair out of the Yeah, I remember you saying that. I, I was that. so livid for almost every minute of that yeah, goddamn that whole movie. I was going to do that. I was going to have every armament I could. To be ready to fight, so you can get Jeff's. Uh, well, you didn't shit. even see the damn. No, movie that's, well, that's what I mean. I, 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 and just, just for my own sake, I want to be able well, to rationally. And you're such and, a fan of that. Yep. Yeah, and it's I just the worst piece of shit. You know, what, you know what's crazy is uh, I believe I own the third Pirates of the Caribbean. I, I do too because it was given to me by the Disney I think Corporation. I own them all too. That's right. That's and right. it says yeah, on the that. back of it, "Thank you for your." Uh, Participation in making this movie happen because I was a member of Disney Theatricals and had uh-huh. nothing to do with that movie. I own it because I have children and it was cheap somewhere. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I, get that. I mean, if if I'm a ten year old kid, a boy, I'm gonna love that movie. You have children because it was cheap somewhere. Oh, <laughs> <Ow>. damn! It's <laughs> not a nice thing to say. No, about it's his not. I mean, as fuck. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Who says says I was talking about his wife? (laughs) Do do you know Paul? Either way, it's not a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) And then we know how. And and yet yet we now know how Paul was made. (laughs) Whether it's fact checking, I was because it was free somewhere. No, no, you you don't know that he's Devil Spawn, right? You've Uh, listened to the past episodes, right? Oh, I have. Okay. 
Yeah. We get along occasionally, but not much. <laughs> the devil spawn of a former priest and a former nun. That's right. Which is ironic. Guns. He's wearing a red shirt right now. Too. <laughs> I'd forgotten that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's the he's a light version of preacher. Nothing is off limit. <laughs> preacher light. Like yeah, yeah. Preacher light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dexter writer and producer Melissa Rosenberg is set to write and produce Marvel's Jessica Jones series. She was on board to write the series a couple of years ago, but didn't go anywhere at the time. Now that it's back on track, Rosenberg will oversee the project. Jones is a superhero turned investigator who comes from Alias comic series. Uh, The Jessica Jones series is one of the four Marvel shows being developed for Netflix. Uh, Once again, they committed to a minimum of four 13-episode series, which will begin airing in 2015. The other series include Daredevil, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. The plan is to bring all characters together in a miniseries event. They'll be based on the superhero team, The Defenders. So let's hope this lady doesn't uh, put Jessica Jones in a null and void ending, apparently like they did with Dexter. Yeah, I've never seen an episode, but I, I know either. from everybody's experience with the last episode don't know anything about that it. it was like a unending yeah. kind of... We've gone over yeah. the... I mean, I mentioned this before. There there were it, two endings, basically, and the one ending could have been the, the ending, but the fact that they went and added the quote-unquote second ending, whether it was added on, you know, in the script initially, or if it was slapped on at the very end of the, the process, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but there was, there was a good, solid ending for the character... And I'm not going to say what, but Thank like you. the character was, I he thought, gave birth to perfectly wrapped up. <laughs> yeah. And then they throw this other. They it felt it felt tacked on. So was the tacked on ending then? The tacked on ending is when the baby crawls back inside of him. Okay. Mm. <laughs> See, I'm so sorry. I, I'm not ready to be born. Open your penis hole and let me back in. <laughs> I'm your penis baby from India. <laughs> See, I'm still watching Fringe and I'm excited about it because I've been told that. Uh, I'm going right past that. <laughs> oh. So back to the lady. Oh, I love it. Right I love it. I love Dexter, it. When Andy, by the way, Andy Dexter is right now finally available on Netflix, and so I might start ah, watching yeah. it. Me but too. So let's just hope this lady does the right job. I enjoyed Jessica the first Jones. three seasons of Dexter. Yeah, I just after that it turned to poo poo for but me. As Jessica Jones. But again, as we've said before, it's like most stories really don't need to go beyond forty or fifty episodes 30 episodes yeah, so I once you get past the third season it's sort of like yeah you're kind of pushing were, things yeah. and then it's impossible to make everybody happy with the ending yeah. because yeah. once they've invested five years of their life they already have preconceived ideas of where that character should go and there's no way you can make everybody you can meet everybody's expectations and as we discussed though jessica has the the most capability <laughs> i believe for a a spinoff show well what are you looking forward to in fringe i just the fact that i've been told that it actually ends and has an ending that's satisfying as opposed okay. to so many things that I hear at the ending is very disappointing. I'm a crazy doctor and I have you a twin baby in some it. other place. I'm nuts with my things. Look at this. Oh, could this belong to someone else? I don't know. Let me go write the paper about it. Yeah, that's that guy. Yeah. Friend. Fringe. Exactly. Fringe. From the mind of J.J. Abrams comes wacky dude with kind of an accent. Dad guy. 
Hey, blonde girl, you know I have a son that is also in another place and like you. Hey, what's happening, fool? Which is like, like German. Turning into Vokey. Like or not, what's his name? What's becoming his, Swedish uh, chef. Yeah, I'm, beca- well, I'm, beca- <laughs> I'm turning into uh, uh, not Squiz, not Squizgar, but well, yeah, a little bit of Squizgar and a little bit of uh, 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 as we discussed. Uh, Toki. You know, five you. voices. What are you going to do? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so happening here? Oh, my Squizgar. There's only so many voices you can do. That's how you got to stop some of it's only the same voice all the times, over and over. I watched The Fringe for a little too. I thought it was pretty good. I got mm. bored after a while. <laughs> there were not enough hot grandmas in it. I didn't watch anymore. I stopped. I turned it off. It was garbage and crap. <laughs> I only want to see hot grandmas. Mm. She's a total gilf. <laughs> While promoting his next I film. I would watch that show, but I have better taste. I have more, more things to do. You could be a I'm radio really, really host busy. on the next GTA. I'm really, really busy. It's too much. Too much to watch. Big boy, stop it. We're <laughs> I just want to serve We're hamburgers. <laughs> You're not big boy, man. I'm doing all the death clock. That's what I was doing with death clock. Hey, man, let him talk, all right? You go ahead and, you know, hey, do what you were going to do. Finish the story, but we got to keep watching Fringe. It gets better. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't get any no, better. It's a no, bunch of crap. The whole crap, thing is garbage. And you can all go to hell. He ain't stopping Let me, me tell you no. what. I'll tell you what. You know what friends should be replaced with mid-season? Planet Piss. <laughs> <laughs> all right. While promoting his next film, Zero Theorem, coming soon, caught up with Terry Gilliam. And revealed that Don Quixote would be his next film. Here's the quote. Finally. Well, yeah. I'm going to try to do Don Quixote again. Who? <laughs> Depp? Terry, no, Gilliam. Terry Gilliam. Oh, Jesus. He's a fool. I think this is the seventh time. Oh, my God. Lucky seven, maybe. We'll see if it happens. This is kind of my default position. With who? I'm going back to that. I'm, I'm going through the story. Uh, <laughs> patience, my friend. I have none. I actually want to get it made and get rid of it. Get it out of my life, unquote. I can see that. Uh, for those of you not familiar with this project, Gilliam began his production on it in 2000 with uh, Gene Roqueford and uh, as Quixote and Johnny Depp in the role of Sancho Paza. The shoot ended up being riddled with problems, and it was disaster. Great uh, documentary about I watched that. it recently. Was never yeah. There was a, a great behind-the-scenes documentary on the Curse production called Lost in La Mancha, which was released in 2002. There's no information on who will be involved with the film, but some of the previous attempts at bringing the film to life included Robert Duvall as Don Quixote and Ewan McGregor as Sancho Pasa. Who the hell is tilting at windmills now? He is perfect to direct the Quixote story, though. I mean, he is such a... I mean, every, is. all his movies are about... The dream world and reality. I mean, he is—he is Quixote himself, as you're uh, just saying. Right. But his—he's his, clearly a kindred spirit with the with Cervantes in in that kind of storytelling. Yes. And so it makes so much sense. It's just all that bullshit of like he lost all that footage that he shot. He no longer owned it. Like the end of that Lost in La Mancha movie. It's like it's so it's tragic. heartbreaking. It is a tragic tale that movie. Yep. Oh, but you know what? Go for it. And he really hasn't done much since Winners that. never quit. Well, and and maybe this is it. Maybe it takes this maybe it's taken this journey to really make I mean, we've gotten so much greatness out of him already. 
who knows what he's going to come up with at this point. Yeah, he's never. Uh, I don't. For me, he's never missed the mark. I think he, all his movies are at least the good, only misstep, if not great. If if you know, would be Munchausen, and it's just bizarre. To the point of yeah. you know, but Mun- when you Munchausen look at it, but when you, kids film, oh, it's, really, huh? it's it amazing. is it's a children's it's movie, amazing what he did, and it's visually movie. astounding. Yes, and it's got some really cool stuff. But I, I'd probably appreciate it a lot more now than I did as a kid. I have not seen it in a long time. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a either. long, long time either. But I know it. I know it fell short on a lot of things. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I hope he gets it done. I he wasn't please. mentioned in the uh, Monty Python thing, was he? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's part of it. No, but he is in that the, yeah. the, the tour. The, yeah, that's the great. Second tour. time I mentioned him in this podcast. Twelve Monkeys is one of my favorites. Ever. Love that. Movie. Twelve Monkeys, yeah. Fisher King, Brazil, Time Bandits. Oh, Brazil. That movie. That movie is leaps and bounds beyond anything. Brazil's one of those movies. Every time you watch it, it gets better. Without me. question, that is the truth. Have you ever seen the uh, the TV edit of that or the uh, producers edit of that? No, the uh, yeah producers edit of that. Stupid. I have not. As opposed to the theatrical release. Yeah. Tell them about it, Andy. I don't know. They it's, the it's producers a, oh, they didn't like the ending, ending? Yeah, so they, they cut off the last forty seconds of the movie and made it a happy ending. The whole point of the movie yeah. is removed. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? People it's, are stupid. It's a beautiful film. Through yeah, through. I remember you talking about it before, Todd. That you had all the three versions there. Oh, you do. Yeah, I've wow. uh, I've no desire to see that version because what's the point? Uh, I might be interested in the direct. There's a longer version. Right? The first There's time I saw it, I think by we accident, might have to take like, turns on What the hell happened there? And I just recently found out that Brazil was was sabotaged by the studios. Right. That's how they ended up with the yeah. But I mean, like originally, it wasn't going to be really uh, released theatrically here in the U.S. at all. Mm-hmm. They already had the foreign distribution locked up. It's a pretty but, dark fucking story. But it the, really is. The the producer about it's, where we're headed. It's not far. It's not far off from where we are. No, that's what I'm saying. It's pretty yeah. prescient for you know. 30, 25 well, years I mean, ago. so was nineteen eighty four. So was all this stuff. It's just like ooh. Well, network that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Oh Brazil's God. List. What's happening it to us? Possibly. Yeah. I do cocaine. <laughs> just gonna do them all. Aren't you? I keep every doing voice in that show. Every voice, baby. <laughs> cocaine is good. Sony's new PlayStation 4 retails for $399. But I could buy a lot of cocaine. He's doing different voices. According to this uh, All Things D report, the system costs $381 to make. It's not as much. You're cocaine. asking me like I know. Just to make it, not to ship it to the store. Just to make it. Woo, yeah. That's expensive. This is according to research from IHS uh, Isupli, who are old hands at electronic teardowns and cost analyses. Uh, the firm tells All Things D that the components and the cost of assembly comes to roughly $381. All Things D? All Things D. Two yeah. of the most expensive... <laughs> well, I know. I know what? you want to. You Go ahead. Just talk about dicks? Sure. That's what everything that's all a D? Dicks. Yeah. What is a D? What does it mean? All I Things Digital. Know. Oh. <laughs> Why don't they call Christ. it All Things Digital? Because that's a longer dot com. They want to leave it open. They want to leave the door open for dicks. <laughs> people are searching out all things dicks. Yeah, Indian, that's uh, Indian dick. <laughs> all things. That's not all things D. That's all. Well, things going back S-I-D. to the story, that's uh, that's D. actually very inexpensive for a uh, for next generation console. Oh, Two of the most this. expensive components in the system are the AMD designed APU and its eight gigabytes of uh, DDR5 RAM. <laughs> <laughs> Which cost about one hundred and eighty-eight dollars, respectively. Yeah, and how much? How much to preload that with sickly Indian man dick? <laughs> Other costs that's include the, that's your real cost eater. The five hundred gigabyte hard drive, about thirty-seven dollars. The Blu-ray drive, at twenty-eight dollars, and the controller at eighteen. 
The size of the chip also weighs heavily on the cost of making the new console, according to the researchers. Of course, what is not factored is in the teardown costs are the retailer margins, research and development, advertising, and shipping costs. Uh, it should also be noted the magic number of $381 that they came up with is an estimate. I, I feel next week or by the end of this week I'm going to have a dream about sickly Indian dick. And then you and all the listeners, really. <laughs> and then next week, I'm going to hurt you. My dreams will be fulfilled. Um, so once again, what we're saying is they're losing money on the console. Yes. But they know they'll make it back on the games. That's kind of the whole. That's the whole. The way it's always been. Really. Well, Approach, and they and right? they, they Trojan horsed it, and they and they had to come in under the under the gun for Xbox, and you know a sound hundred dollar mark. That's pretty damn sound. Hundred better is a lot. Yeah, money. better than fifty, and it really. Really laid it down, laid it smacketh. Mm-hmm. And finally, I like this little story. Wait, it's did the, you're not going to mention the uh, the camera thing? Go for it. The uh, the it's Xbox, right? The Xbox. The we're talking cam- about the Xbox now. Right. We were talking about the PlayStation Four. We were talking about this, but now we moved to Xbox One. So now Xbox okay, so One, the camera. One. What's the story, Andy? Well, the camera you were so terrified of. Yes. Apparently, it sees you naked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's one of the reasons. No, no, I mean the cam- the way the way the camera works is it basically is a heat signature thing. Yeah, and it's got it has two cameras. It has an infrared camera and it has an optical camera. So it doesn't really see you naked. It but sees your heat signature. It sees your wiener heat. Uses that to interpret your 3D profile, which yeah. would be you sans clothes, but it's kind of this weird kind of. Well, has, has anybody been to the airport and seen the the backscatter? Right. When when you see the little monitor when they it scans, it, it's like a weird kind of uh, mannequin-like yeah. output of what you look... That's exactly what the, I, I the thing was, sees. I think it was Mo Rocca on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me said, the Xbox sees your Wii. He's right. And for some of us who generate an inordinate amount of wiener heat, <laughs> we show up as nothing but a giant omni- omniscient cock. <laughs> Just this big, throbbing, pulsing heat. Signal, and that's a bad thing. (laughs) It's not necessarily a bad thing, but I'll be marked. And the next thing you know, it as soon as I turn that camera on, somebody wants a signal. My wife and every woman in the neighborhood comes a knocking on the door. (laughs) Where's that super hot wiener? I'm pretty sure you were marked a long time. You know what, Paul? (laughs) Just for you, there already are accessory manufacturers that are putting out uh, Xbox One. Uh, connect covers like it's a physical solid piece of plastic that snaps on to the connect yep all so i need all i need anything. is one in the shape of a giant wiener that'll block out where i my action is this, <laughs> this is too much <laughs> i almost don't even feel right going to this next door right now. Then if it has anything to do with that, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> Nowhere near. Why would it have to have? It doesn't ever have anything to do with that. <laughs> this is true. Only in Paul's mind does it have anything to do with penises or butts. Andy told the story about a wiener-looking camera. That I was the ex- first thing tonight, <laughs> and I ex- had anything to do with a wiener or an asshole, and yet everything you said has led you to penises and buttholes. <laughs> everything leads there. <laughs> In my defense, if it bleeds, it leads. Uh, <laughs> All roads lead to Wiener. <laughs> there's your there's your caption for the headline yeah, of the night. I know because that's so much either. better. Nope. <laughs> we can't use that. Make it something not about Wieners at all. How? Just make How? just maybe even maybe even call it that. If maybe you, call it not about Wieners at all. Without making the show all about Wieners and buttholes, 
then maybe we could do it. Why would we do that? I guess you Where's could call it Paul's Big Boy. How will people recognize this show <laughs> if it's not all about wieners and buttholes? Oh it's not all about wieners and buttholes. It's a lot about wieners and buttholes. <laughs> no, because you aren't talking the whole time. Only like 80% exactly. of the time. Exactly. <laughs> so 20%, 20% of the show of the time is sans penis and butt. <laughs> And that is what we call like a dead doll. air, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Just because you're not listening doesn't mean it's dead air. God. <laughs> See if I'd be able to box. Is anything in this show more important than his ego? We don't want to hear about it. That's true. So you were saying the I last story. I can. <laughs> He's got to power through it, man. No. Uh, <laughs> no. See, don't. It's that's done. not. That's See? it. Right there. The minute you said power through it, Paul's like, what, with your penis in my butthole? <laughs> what else would you do? He actually sat up in his chair. Did what you see that? He's do? like, oh. You power through, you just get the job done. What would you power through penis and buttholes? Write to us. Comment. Oh. What's the last story? Give it to me. I'm going to read it. Nope. Come on. Nope. Give it to you. The really? last story is. Thank it, Andy. Damn, the last Andy. story was about the camera it's that going to make your next week. Oh, no. okay. what is it? Come on. It's, it's, it's just like a nice story. See what you've done, Paul? See what you've done? I ain't done shit. You ruined everything. I ain't done shit. You ruined everything, you ruiner. Ruiner, Paul. My sister likes you. I'm the ruiner. They should have played that at the what? concert. Ruiner. My you sister likes you. Ruiner. My sister likes you. I didn't see that. But that's great. <laughs> the twins. The two girl oh, twins. Oh yeah, yeah. Come up to Bart and you tell ruiner, him you ruined everything. You ruiner. My, My sister, sister likes, likes you. you. That's right. It's funny. Uh, fans have been nitpicking a lot of details about J.J. Abrams' Star Trek Into Darkness, but there was one cameo that even the most keen-eyed viewer probably missed: Heather Langenkamp best known for playing Nancy Thompson in the early Nightmare on Elm Street flicks in the 1980s, apparently had a small role in the latest Trek film. But yeah. you probably didn't see her. She was covered in makeup. Langenkamp played the alien Moto, an officer on the Enterprise, and spent her entire time in the series behind a face full of prosthetics. The actress co-founded <laughs> AFX Studios with her husband and has spent the past decade cranking out effects for flicks like Cabin in the Woods, Dawn of the Dead, and yes, Star Trek Into Darkness. Uh, here's how Langenkamp recapped the story to StarTrek.com. Quote, The makeup that I wear is actually a very special design that we developed in our studio. There was no movie that it was for originally. This, a sculptor had come up with the des these designs. It was a kind of spec project, and it ended up sitting on the shelf for many years. The sculptor actually passed away from a tragic bout with cancer, so we were even more determined to get this makeup on screen, and we said, quote, if it ever gets on screen, we'll call the character Moto, because that was the name of the sculptor. His name was Moto. So That's cool, though. That, like, is she that, that critter that goes, no children out there? Or something like uh, that? I'd have to find a picture yeah. for you, but she is was that the at one? the... I don't think so. She was at the, the con... Yeah, signing autographs, and she had pictures. Oh, I thought you of said she's at the con, like the con. And I thought on you the meant ship. she was at the con on the ship. Oh no, no, uh, she was at the I Star Trek too. convention, and uh, she was signing autographs, and she was signing autographs of the picture of her in the makeup. What's it hanging out with? Uh, it the, does it have that that, that piece of dialogue? Uh, uh, she has like I think a quick line. In I thought there. that's I what it was. Like, she's like she's I like can't remember. down. Like it's real. It's real. It's like she's she's. You know what you want? She's like blue tinted. No, the, no, this was kind of like orange. Yellow eyes. No, this was kind of orange, very uh, bulbous head. Uh, kind of, kind of remind me a little bit of the uh, creature that's flying with Lando Carosian a little bit. Oh, Neum okay. Nub. Yeah, interesting. A little bit. I always love Heather Langenkamp. But yeah. that's a cool journey oh. that like she's part of that 
the movie, you know, those movies in the 80s, uh, the Freddy, right? Yeah. Elm Street. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad and gets so inspired and, and excited That's by the, uh, that oh, aspect wow, of Oh, wow, I didn't recognize it. I didn't see it at all. It looks like Admiral Ackbar. Company. That's a great picture. That's a great little outfit, but it looks like Admiral Ackbar. A little bit. I'm really I'm glad he powered through this one. It's a nice story. It's, it's a nice story. story. Yeah, yeah, it I is. I try to end with something. Positive. I know you do. Yeah, so but sometimes keeping the it away from that. Well, are you going to put that picture up? Uh, I should. I should you put should. that as the picture for the episode. That kind of could slide right, right out of a wiener. Uh. <laughs> and until <laughs> next week, I am Master Torgo. <laughs> I'm the famous bacon. 80s Jeff. Captain Fed Up. <laughs> Fact check Andy. And Bonzo. <laughs> and we'll t- uh, talk to you next week in Geek. Yeah, that was a closer. That, w- that was the closer line right there. That's, there you go. It's not so all wieners. It's not all wieners. Oh, the, um, the thing they're having is the uh, Marvel 4D experience is, big, is being launched tomorrow. At oh, Madame Tussauds? Yeah. Nice. Oh. What is it? I, I don't a know. Marvel I 4D experience. I would guess oh, it was ma- it would be Madame Tussauds uh, actors just in the Marvel costumes that they portray on screen. Based on the Klinger experience, I assume it's Spider-Man spitting at me, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, um, that's exciting. But, um, uh, Spider-Man be, spitting be on you. Ribbon tomorrow. Oh, what? So Stan Lee will be yeah. in town yeah. tomorrow at uh, <gasps> Madame Tussauds cutting the ribbon for the new Marvel 4D oh, experience. shit. I should take is, my stand door to get signed. Is it Madame or Madame? <laughs> Uh, it's uh, Miss Miss now. She's, oh, really? Yeah, she kind of yeah. lost her. Oh, is she nobility. a widow? Uh, yeah. Or a uh, she's still running the brothel many times. It's yeah. kind of suspect, really. Really? Yeah. Paul, you've no, you've been there. What, what about yeah. the brothel? So the bro- yeah, 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 Madame Tussauds. You've been there. No, it's that one's called My Damn Tussauds. <laughs> Where they stitch oh, all the girls up yeah. like they're fresh. That's Kentucky. Yeah. Oh. With a patented double stitch. It's called My sure? Damn Two Sodes. Are you sure it's not Kansas? <laughs> no, it's not Kansas. You go in oh. there and be like, Oh, well, you're I'll not in take- Kansas anymore. When <laughs> 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 you show up to Madam Two Sodes, you're not in Kansas anymore. My <laughs> Damn Two Sodes. <laughs> She's just like you. Just like she. Yeah, fresh, fresh out of the fresh oven. Out of the, yeah, <laughs> I can't believe we're all waiting to get away with the whole daddy stitch reference. That's creepy. That's bad news, isn't it? it? But you know what? It's the thing that happened, and people need to remember it. Okay. It was dark times. It still happens in certain parts of the world. It's terrible. Lots of things still happen. <laughs> Don't I know it? <laughs> Paul still happens. Yes. Every, every goddamn day. There's our day. teacher. Paul happens. <laughs> Paul happens. That's not oh. a bad shirt at all. I like that. <laughs> you have a little we dog. Have an episode title. You have a little dog popping a, a dog uh, popping a squat, and there's you coming out yep. of its ass. Yep. And well, I'd probably, be, I'd probably be coming out of its little wiener. Right. <laughs> Hello, I am your baby. You know, all happens. Oh man, you're the one that tells the, the whole comedy thing, and the being it should be your urethra. Be specified. So urethra, what? No, urethra. Come on, urethra. Not oh, being more specific. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. it's not wiener. It's oh, urethra. I thought that was the name, it. urethra Jackson. Yeah, urethra yes. Jackson. Urethra Franklin. Urethra <laughs> Franklin. Urethra Jackson. <laughs> I once, I threw Janet Jackman. E R E C T. Find out what Viagra does to me. E R E C T. Viagra makes my pee pee stand up. Wee. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's the newest one. <laughs> Urethra Frank. <laughs> Worst <laughs> ever song. <laughs> ever. Dude. Naked. 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 Naked.
song. Look out at what Paul's gone full Wicked Witch in the, the West. The problem was. <laughs> the problem was. It was. It was. <laughs> the problem. There were a lot of problems. <laughs> the thing is, the worst problem. There's not Shit, I would listen to the Gangnam Style before that. It's all a mess. <laughs> I, it should have been something like I am E R E C T. I am E R E C T. That would work. I am E R E C T. Always good to go back and fix yeah. it. Oh, no. no this <laughs> Please let's just stop <laughs> right now. Just I'm going to keep picking at, pick taxing at this gold mine. Yeah, we'll pick it up in post. <laughs> <laughs>